Um, oh, she's also no. just like a vessel for my ADHD, so she is just super high energy and like overly positive. Oh, she's my favorite. Her name is Petricor, or uh, Cory for short. Um, because Petricor is one of my favorite words ever. That is um, a good word. By the way, officially not to derail Petricor, but uh, we are now officially live. So hello. Hey, <laughs> hey what's up, everybody? Welcome. Happy, happy extended Whoa. weekend. Happy Halloween and blessed Samhain if you celebrate in for all of our lovely practitioners out there. Queer witches playing a D and a D. So welcome. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello, new friends. Uh, to those of you who do not know uh, me or us, uh, little introductions are in order. I am Essie. She, her, I am the DM. So let's go around and introduce our lovely cast, new cast and guest cast. So let's go around the table, so to speak, as we jump right into part one of a spooky one-shot starting Halloween, Hallow's Eve, Samhain weekends, uh, kicking off the celebrations and festivities in costume. So... I will hand it back to our lovely players tonight. Oh, maybe my mic will pick me up. Hi, I'm Emma. I am going to be playing Hawthorne tonight. And I, outside of this, I play Allery in our usual campaign uh, that we do uh, every other weekend. And I post online uh, as a writer for a book about queer gods and elementals so if that interests you i think aaron has a thing for my writing up in the chat right there you can check out all the links to uh emma's incredible stuff and would you describe hawthorne for us hawthorne is uh one of the new classes or one of the new races the hexblood the ones that are made from hag rituals or deals uh coming from ravenlaw she has ended up in whatever this story is and is a wild magic sorcerer so i expect lots of chaotic fun from her all right awesome awesome thank you emma thank you hawthorne going right down the table avalon it is your Hello, turn oh i am avalon uh she her or they them i'm indifferent to those two um <clears throat> I will potentially be joining the Heaven's Fire stream soon, um, but at present, I am here. Um, I work as a freelance voice actor at the moment and occasionally writer, um, primarily with a company called Plastian Nonsense. Um, I don't have a link prepared for that, unfortunately, but you can look them up. Um, I will be playing... Anya. Um, Anya is a half-elf. Um, she's just, she's a sorcerer, and she's from Valaki originally, but hasn't been back home in a really long time because, um, because her parents are af afraid of her magic and stuff. Magic is definitely something to be wary of for those locals in Barovia. So thank you, Avalon. Thank you, Anya. And we will certainly add an exclamation mark command to 
our Nightbot as soon as we get up and running. More details to come on the official Heaven's Fire cast, which I'm very excited about. Uh, but let's go down the list. A very familiar face, one of our fantastic staff here at ESP. Aaron Spencer Productions, our lead artist and our Twitch community manager and moderator, Rory. Hello. Hello. I am Rory. My pronouns are they, them. And I play Nim in our Crystal Coven Chimeras game um, every other weekend here on Twitch. And uh, I am a artist, a digital artist, and I make stickers, and I'm working on starting on decals. I have my own shop. I am a small business, and I'm actually working on getting some Crystal Coven Chimera stickers up. Very excited about that. Um, tonight, I will be playing Rachel. Uh, Rachel is from a diff different planet, far traveler. Um, she is a tiefling and a warlock with daddy issues yes <laughs> don't we all <laughs> awesome very cool very cool very very on brand for the for the costumed event a little little segue a little crossover the epic crossover event of the century <laughs> your heart out adventures i guess and a very special a very special guest uh who also happens to be my boyfriend who has been playing DD with me for a long time and who is completely unfazed by cameras whatsoever so a perfect choice colin playing glubick the floor is yours uh yep yeah. i'm colin glubick is a half orc paladin Oath of the Agents, um, channeling the powers of nature, um, works for the Order of the Gauntlet out of Waterdeep, and uh, he's a simple half-orc. All right, we love to see it. So thank you, Colin, and thank you, uh, new and old friends, Chimeras, guests, hosts, staff, everyone. Welcome, 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 and welcome to our amazing Twitch community. Thank you for joining us tonight for our special Sawin Hallow's Eve, Halloween, whichever you celebrate or recognize and acknowledge, whichever channels and taps into your power. We see you, we love you, and we appreciate you for spending the next two hours or so with us for part one of The House of Lament. And without further ado... Let's get started. Hawthorne. Walking through the streets of Barovia in the middle of the day, you are sent to investigate or to gather some honey at one of the local beehives, at one of the local businesses. A honey farmer out in the countryside whom you have purchased honey from before. Uh, you had... I heard that there might be some trouble there recently, but you are in desperate need of something to pick you out of the misery that you and your family have been dealing with in Barovia for some time. Uh, how long you have been in Barovia or in the capital is really up to you and at your discretion, but in the midst of the misery of Ravenloft in general and Barovia specifically, the dreary, rainy streets of the city, the muddied boots that seem to just 
have constant grime caked onto them, tracking through every corner of the house. The misery, the stale bread, the the maggots, the the dull wine, the honey. Just in the beehive to the southwest of Barovia is a little bit of reprieve, and it's something that you look forward to, you and your family. Weeks worth of coin, wherever it can be scrounged, is usually set aside for the purchase of this delicious royal jelly. You set out on the main road towards the woods. During the daytime, of course. In the process, making your way, humming a tune or two, paying no mind to the occasional spattering of rain or the mist that always surrounds Barovia. You're no stranger to the mist, but it's always here, wandering. At the very least, it can take you somewhere else. Hopefully somewhere far away or better. But you pay it no mind as you begin to realize that the hill above you is familiar. After about an hour or so of this journey, you notice that, again, familiar hilltop and the path that leads up to the beehive as you begin to make your final stretch of the journey. And in doing so, the overcast around you grows darker than usual. That spit of rain begins to gradually intensify, seemingly shifting around you, seemingly spraying directly into your face. Hello, Ember! I see an Ember. <laughs> they just got home. Welcome. Hi. Y'all are adorable. I was just gonna say y'all cute as hell. Yes. You notice that the mist that has been surrounding you is growing thicker, but again, it's Barovia. All you want is your honey. Do you proceed? Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point she's just like, yeah, fuck, fuck this. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want. All right. You begin to make your way up the path that leads up to the small plateau where this uh, beehive is, where the, what's the word for a, is it beehive? When you have a uh, an entire an business. Apiary. What is it? An apiary. An apiary. Thank you. <laughs> Heading up towards the apiary. Walking up this incline, you, you see it in the distance, but it gets further and further away. You pick up the pace and you continue to run up the ramp and it gets or the natural ramp of, of earth and stone and the somewhat well-traveled road. And as you pick up the pace and begin to walk faster and faster, you can see the apiary in the distance. You can see shapes there, familiar shapes of some of the the hands that work at the apiary as the, the mist around you, the Barovian mist, just gets thicker. And that misty spray just gets ever more damp and is spraying into your face. And just make your way up that hill until the apiary getting further and further away starts to fade and fade. You stop to recollect yourselves, to recollect yourself. And in that moment, you can still see the ground below your feet and you can reach out and see your hands, but 
Everything else is completely enshrouded in mist. Though the path below you seems to remain, you seem to remain here. You see not but mist. Anya. Very similar situation outside of Velaki. On a quick journey down to meet with some of the local villagers in the middle of the day. About a mile east of the fortified city of Velaki itself. You too are traveling the main road east of Velaki, similar to the mists when in a similar situation of misty spray and thick sort of a damp mist that almost has sort of a dank feel to it, this stale air that fills your lungs. Again, no stranger to the mist, you stop and you can see rapidly now the mist just coming in. Again, seeing your hands above you and seeing yourself. There is no pain or distress, but visibility is nil. Gluttonous. Close our guide. Her, her doll, her chest. Okay. And just stares sort of downward as she sort of keeps going in the direction she was headed. Okay. Sorry. I was going to say, you know the direction you were headed, east. You can always turn back and head west back to Falaki. Which direction do you choose? She continues to head. Um, okay. All right. Glebic. Very similar situation. Heading east from Waterdeep. On a mission to Red Larch to follow up on a diplomatic Contingencies isn't the right word. Sort of a a diplomatic follow-up to recent horrific events that may have happened in the town of Red Larch. What with the Centaurum Empire now controlling the entirety of the Sword Coast, you and the Order of the Gauntlet at the behest of Lady Ava, the Indomitable, with your newfound ally and truce with the Centaurum Empire, head east with a contingent of two knights with you heading towards the town of red larch to inquire as to the status of the town and the needs of the people that dwell there just to take the temperature of the sentiment towards both the order and towards the Centaurum. walking east for it seems like much longer than it should have taken you notice a thick mist has begun to sort of wrap around the road that you travel. The two knights behind you sort of fall back and you see yourself seemingly alone in the mist as you turn back. They reach out a hand, but the mist covers them and encroaches them as one of the knights and the mist swirls around you. You know the direction you were traveling. You know Waterdeep is west. You can hear the distant shouting of the knights. Oi, oi, oi. Grab it, grab it, grab it. What'd you do? 
curse that lazy lot getting lost in the mist. We have work to do. And I'm going to carry on. <laughs> All right. Just kind of pressing forward. Yep. Easy enough. All right. You continue on and press forward. Rachel. Back on your home planet, you are on a mission of investigation looking for very specific crystals buried deep within runes that seem to uh, that have been identified as objects of great power great ancient power that you and your allies may be able to harness to use for the good of your people uh, relics left behind by your forebears these crystals these crystalline relics of your forebears and making your way through the surrounding region and into sort of a bit of barren wilds that lead eventually towards an old series of caves and caverns as you are making your way west towards these ruins these caverns that lead into an ancient complex where these crystals dwell you notice a, an unusually thick mist that rapidly seems to rise and encroach around you with a bit of spray seemingly uh, uh, almost like sea spray but with sort of stale air that seems to fill your lungs and give you a very an uncomfortable feeling of dread what do you do? Uh, we're probably trying to get out of that situation, out of the uncomfortableness. Yeah, so you use all of your power and magic to immediately turn tail and head back in the general direction. As you do, the mist kind of swirls and parts for a moment, but swirls back around you. You can see the ground below you, though, keeping track of that, heading in the general direction with what you believe towards your home city, towards your base of operations in your capital as you begin to, with all due haste, using all of your power to make your way back from whence you came, keeping track of the ground and the road below you. As you all continue to travel in the directions from whence you have chosen, or from for what you have chosen. the mist gets a bit more visible and you can see shapes emerging from the distance. You all seem to be converging on a central point, you and these figures, whomever they are. Aaron, you can't drop that one first while I'm trying to take a drink. <laughs> I was just about to say, I love that that was the first one. Oh my god. Barely making out the figures in the distance, you do at least make out three other humanoid figures that seem to be rapidly approaching. At this point, at this point, you're all kind of moving towards each other rapidly. You can stop, move forward, shout. The floor is yours. Very I'll classically. 
very classically, Anya, what do you do? Anya just very quickly, like, darts into these bushes and attempts to hide. Okay. <laughs> uh, make a stealth check. The rest of you see one of the figures kind of dive off the side of the road into bushes, specifically the figure to the uh, northwest. You can make perception checks to try and find her, if you will, or you can do other things. Try to find them, if you will. Uh, but... Yeah, there, there was a figure on the... I did that twice, I didn't mean to. That's okay. Yeah, there, uh, this whatever figure was on the northwestern road uh, seems to have ducked into um, a large sort of swath of uh, what appears to be, uh, now that the mists are parting a little bit more, sort of rotting, decayed trees uh, and old shrubberies uh, seemingly disappearing within them as the mist continues to swirl around. What are the rest Offer. of you doing? Hawthorne has drawn her quarterstaff and is it like down and trained and has a hand in her component pouch. She's like ready to start fighting. Okay, so you stop and yep, all right. (laughs) Rachel stops as well and like is holding back like an eldritch blast and yells out an infernal, yells out an infernal like who goes there. Do any of you speak Infernal? Hawthorne does. All right, so... Abyssal, okay. Colin? Definitely does speak. All right. All right, so... Hawthorne, you do understand that uh, whoever this is, they seem to be speaking Infernal, asking who goes there. At least from the southwestern road. Hawthorne will shout out in common. Do you speak the common tongue? Of course I do. Like, yells out like, of course I do. And do you too? doesn't respond. She she is hiding. Yeah, Globic is just gonna stumble forward through the mist and like uh, yeah yeah of course I speak common. Um, I'm lost. What, what, what's going on here? Who are you? The magics of Barovia do not usually send us out this way, but Barovia. who are you? Uh. It's really any of your business. I'm Globic. Um, I've got work to do. I need to get out of here. Ah, I can see it must be very important work. I have work to do too. Anya um, peeks around the edge of that that bush. Um, did you say Barovia? Uh, would I recognize what Anya is wearing as something very common in Velaki? Ooh, uh, I would say make a history check. Common clothes. It's it's not anything overly remarkable. Yeah. Just common kind of stuff? Okay. Yeah, just just in case. I'd say make a history check, just to see. The kind of more, more like lore of Barovia is that, um, or of Ravenloft, is that they're like 
back in time kind of ideas that they're all old yeah. clothing. So I imagine at the very least she would recognize it as older than what the other two are wearing. Yes, uh, I would definitely say that uh, the DC would be around 10. So yeah, you definitely recognize the other individual as a local. Exactly you... where... You see uh... Anya is a, uh, a really young half-elf girl. She looks at most 11 or 12 um stands about uh i think i said four foot seven ish um thin pale skin um and um like a yellow yellow blonde hair um that's just very messy and dirty and runs down to about her shoulders and she just she seems to have very pretty much nothing except her clothes, a small doll that's clutched to her chest right now, and a little pouch hanging on her hip. Clearly you are not a Barovian. Where are you from, child? Um, Falaki, originally. That makes sense. I am from just outside of Barovia. And you too? The mists around our homes make sense to have spit us out so far. Where are you from? I, I'm i from Waterdeep. Um, what is Waterdeep? <laughs> I could ask you what Barovia is. Uh, I must have made a wrong turn. D- do you know the way to Red Larch? What is Red Larch? Oh my god. There is no escape. It is all... Are we outside of Barovia? Are we uh, I have a feeling... Difficult to tell I'm exactly where you are. But we're surrounded <laughs> in like a misty woods, right? Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you can see little... Almost like a, like a Badlands crossroad of different uh, trees that would be reminiscent of... Reminiscent of Barovia, but somehow they're different... And they're similar but different. The mists has a familiar feel to it. Um, but at that moment, um, the mist in the center of where you are sort of begins to clear and retract. And the mist so- sort of almost sets up a uh, sort of circle around you. So sort of behind you like this and it begins to so this central area here where i just put that circle is where the mists have parted uh however in each of the crossroads here including the ones from whence you came the mist begins to grow extremely thick and has a foul smell to it while the portion of the mist that blocks the northern part uh, of this crossroad seems to part almost forming a path before you. Oh, I don't like this at all. Just... Where where am I? If I had to guess, child, we are probably somewhere near Ravenloft. The trees are only somewhat different, but the mists look right. Ravenloft. I... I'm definitely not on Azeroth anymore. Quick side note, your raven voice is spectacular. 
Also, Anya, could you turn your volume up just a smidgen? Sorry, um, I'll talk louder. Um, okay. I, it's, I've been very quiet, like, talking. Um, I can turn up the input volume a little bit. Let me know if it starts to be a problem with, like, banging on stuff. Okay, no worries. Well, while, while you're doing that in the meantime, as the mist in the north parts, you all hear sort of something that you Barovians might be familiar with, sort of whispers on the wind, but you hear just a, a voice, a feminine voice, and what, it, what sounds to be sort of a cacophony of horses and soldiers. And the female voice just says, Press on to Levens. And the mist just parts down this path to the north. Uh, can Hawthorne pick up a rock and chuck it at the path that has opened? Sure. Pick up a rock, throw it down the path. Kind of rolls down the dirt. It doesn't, like, gets disappear or anything like that? Nope, stays there. You just hear, uh, as that sort of whisper fades, you hear just the echo of braying horses and the clanking of armor that seems to move uh, through the mists, with occasional shapes of figures just out of the corner of your eye seem to flash through the mists, all seemingly heading north towards the path that has opened before you. This is worse than the goddamn windmill. Well, I don't like that. <clears throat> you all seem to know this area much better than I do. Um... I don't know this area at all. Mm. It's familiar to me in the sense that I know mist and dead trees but this is not the dead trees I know so I am not sure exactly where we are I can't believe I got lost my boss is gonna kill me well we could hurry forward but it is my uh, general knowledge that when you run towards things you are not always going to have a good time the, the mist is, um, are, it looks like monsters or something, maybe. Um, I think we should go this way. Uh, Rachel, the, the Rachel and Hawthorne, you, you feel, as the mist seems to be getting closer, you feel your heart kind of skip a beat and drop, and you get this wave of exhaustion as the mist now has a much stronger and fouler smell to it as it sort of... It is damper and mustier than before as it begins to sort of surround you and encroach even further around the center now, slowly creeping in. Hawthorne's gonna fucking skip three, four steps over here in front of the kid and like, fuck that. <laughs> the, main, uh, the main path to the north continues to remain open and free of mist. And you hear what sounds like a distant warhorn through the fog. Um, wow, I love our choices here. Well, 
either uh, one step closer to death or one step closer to living. Let's go. And uh, I guess Hawthorne's just going to start walking towards the north. She Anya, does Anya have her stuff kind of close to Hawthorne as well. Yeah, Hawthorne will like make sure she doesn't walk too fast. Like occasionally they'll like look down, make sure the kid's still falling. As you travel north through this disused trail, overgrown by weeds and the roots of spindly trees, a light drizzle continues to fall, intensifying as you travel north. In the road ahead of you, you see a figure. You turn and you can see the mists behind you are encroaching even further and faster, turning back to face the road in front of you. The rain intensifies. And you see a cloaked form standing in the rain ahead. Its visage seemingly corporeal and unreal between the mists and the intensifying rain that falls, moistening the ground. The figure's head snaps up, glaring with piercing yellow eyes. What you took for a large, worn, well-worn cloak spreads around this figure, revealing itself to be a pair of mighty black wings. With one powerful motion and a blast of cold air, the wings sweep up and the vague figure is gone as it ascends into the sky above. Mm. Before you, in the distance, the mist flickers ever so slightly and you can see the figure of what appears to be the shape of a building in the distance before it's encroached by the mist once more. Another flash of the mist, what appears to be uh, the shape of a manor and a large tower. Well, you know what they say. Gentlemen first. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That wasn't terrifying. I'll totally go first. <laughs> All right. With a marching order set, you continue to push forward through this main path to the north, the mist seemingly following you along the way. You make haste through the northern path for about 15, 10 to 15 minutes through the combination of occasional drizzle and light but steady rain. The thick overcast and mist giving an air of ambiance to the barren and dreadful wastes around you as you continue to march forward. Gradually, the haze and the overgrown brush give way, revealing a bald hilltop before you, the mist seemingly parting as you arrive to reveal the sight before you. There stands a grim black tower, the last defiant turret of a long crumbled fortress. Attached to this tower is a three-story manor house, weather-beaten and veined with creeping ivy. 
A rickety old porch girds the house, its sagging, partially collapsed roof sheltering a stout front door that stands open amidst an eerie, flickering light from the inside, the door seemingly... The windows, uh, yeah, the windows, the windows also appear to be long since shuttered, and many have been boarded over. Weeds grow freely in between the veins of creeping vines all around the house, and its paint weathered and worn away in most areas that you can see, chipped, peeling, and left to decay in the mists. It's clear that none have been here in many years. A short set of stairs and a rickety old porch leads up to the creaking door. Well, this is inviting. Is there uh, any further direction we can go, or is it like mist to door? Um, the entirety of the house uh, seems to be the mist seems to be parting around this manor itself. While you're doing that, uh, Hawthorne is going to take out a dagger and cut off a lock of her hair, kind of twist it around, and then hand it to Anya and say, Hold on to this, and don't ask so many questions. Could I please have? Could I please have everyone's dark vision? Anya takes the little like the the lock of hair and sort of fastens it to the doll like a little bracelet on the on the doll's hand. All right. Doing that with your passive perceptions, you all notice that the mists again have closed the path behind you leaving this sort of circular pattern that surrounds the house in the mist themselves you can see figures of what appear to be soldiers moving through the mists the occasional distant shout of battle just in the back of your mind and what appear to be chants of hopeless soldiers it's hopeless fall back fall back we have been betrayed. We have been hurt. Bested. Unstoppable. Cries of anguish. Lamentations of soldiers in the midst of defeat as the sound grows silent. And you can hear not but the sound of a gentle, a very gentle, eerie breeze and the sound of your own beating hearts. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, Uh, I don't know if anyone here has played Dragon Age Origins, but this is mad one of the DLCs you can play, like. For sure. We'll do that. Best ending out of the entire series. 
the archdemon fight was perfect. Uh, what we'll do is uh, I'm going to bring everyone sort of just around the outside. Oh, Lord. So you can get a oh. general sense of the layout. Uh, I don't think you have the persistent sight on SE because it's going black as soon as we see it. Um, make sure you're zoomed out because she's dragging the tokens like around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, How about now? Yeah, you're good now. Whenever uh, we get dragged around, we have like persistent sight so we know kind of the layout even though the rest of it's still dark. I think I put you inside a couple of buildings. That's okay. That's okay. It looks like we have one creepy living room we can see, but it's fine. Won't be able to see it if you put something in there. Cool. Yeah, try not to uh, try not to spoil it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I've zoomed back in. Alright, uh, please. The house lies before you. I just had a conniption. What did? My roll 20 just had a conniption. Do I notice anything? Um, I'm gonna like get up close enough to where I could like look into one of the window, uh, look into like the door. Is it like comes back and forth and see if I can see inside of it? Sure, make a make a perception check. Yeah, go ahead and, uh, are you doing that from the porch, or? Um, I want to be as far as I can from it, but I realize I probably have to at least get to the edge of the porch to do it. Okay, yeah. Uh, getting to the edge of the porch, um, difficult to really see in, but there doesn't appear to be any mass movement from inside other than the flickering of candlelight. Just from inside, this flickering of the occasional can, glimpse of light. Can I see, like, under the deck at all? Like, is it open under there, or is it, like, It's, it's partially open. Um, it's kind of, like, uh, collapsed in some places. Um, but yeah, you can, you can definitely uh, go ahead and take a peek under the deck. Give me a perception check. I'm just looking for, like, signs of life, you know, little critters like raccoons and mm. stuff like that. Okay, yeah, give me a perception check. Under the deck. Eh, um, Typical, you, you're sure that there are most definitely some insects here. You can see insects crawling, um, crawling around on the outside of the... Uh, the porch between the two of you generally speaking uh you do notice that the house appears to be generally an ordinary structure in ill repair uh, the floorboards from what you could see just from je uh, just from both the porch and inside uh, of the sort of main foyer uh here uh, are exceptionally old and rickety uh, but the general construction overall uh, seems sturdy enough. The house is mostly unlit, save for that single candle. Um, you assume there are more than likely, at the very least, more than one candle somewhere throughout the, throughout this house. Hopefully. 
Uh, other than that, the uh, the porch again, creaky, covered in dead vines, uh, infested with earwigs specifically. As you see, about a dozen sort of crawl out uh, from the dirt uh, as you kind of bend to kind of look under the porch. Uh, otherwise, unremarkable from what you can see with your ten. Yeah. Hello. She just sort of calls out, trying to see if anyone's here at the house. No response. Uh, Hawthorne and I'll take from that and then using prestidigitation is going to slam open the door. Or I'm so sorry. Uh, using like a... I'm sorry, there's a teeny tiny little gnat flying in my face. That's why I keep... Oh, I hate those. <sighs> they are going to... Um... What is the one I'm looking for? Thaumaturgy? Yeah, I was thinking of thaumaturgy for throwing it open, but the prestidigitation, I think, can make a noise. Give me one second. It can, yeah. Uh, harmless sensory effect, I think, is the wording used in the spell. Faint music, faint musical notes or something like that. Okay. Um, then she'll use the mage hand then, just to, like, reach out with mage hand and, like, push the door open and kind of hold it open. Okay. You summon the flying spectral hand. And sort of push the door open. And you can see inside of the main foyer. I'll kind of bring you in. Uh, bring you all in so you can see. I'm just going to move you one closer here. Just so you have a basic visual. And I'll move you back out. What is that statue? Did we get a look I have at that? to restart my google chrome to get roll 20 to work again so. oh no okay uh i'll read this description in the meantime peeling wallpaper and a musty scent cling to the dank walls of this spacious foyer a curving staircase rises from the cracked tile floor to a balcony above keeping its distance from a darkened chandelier. Doors lead in every direction. At the room's center, bronze sculpture, an antlered eagle perches atop a marble pedestal. Is the antlered eagle, um, Is there any writing or anything like that on it, or any like pictures or anything? Um, what appears to be a once impressive entryway is unfortunately completely covered in dust and choked with cobwebs, so you would need to get a little closer. Uh, the statue is attached to the pedestal itself, which looks pretty imposing and pretty heavy. Does the design look familiar in any way? I would say... Make a history check. Check. <clears throat> Ooh, unfortunately <laughs> not. Um, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so, so you do hear... Um, 
After that, you hear a <clears throat> from behind you. Hawthorne will literally jump like. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I go back over here, like, away from the noise. Um, there is a, a cloaked and hooded figure in the mist, the same that you saw before, just standing there, watching you. It Can seems to be, it seems to be carrying a, uh, large, gnarled walking staff that it leans on. It has sort of a raven-shaped mask over its face. Like a plague doctor? Um, a little bit more raven. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more stunted than that, but similar, yes. So more decorative rather yes. than... Yes, yep. Okay. Can we help you? Is this your house? <laughs> this house belongs to everyone and no one at the same time. This house belongs to the mists. It belonged to many and before that to many more. Now where? it's... Okay. I'm so sorry, where is he stood exactly? Um, uh, basically at the entrance to the path. Uh, that northern path from which you emerged. Um, he's kind of standing there just to the edge of the path, the mist just behind him, sometimes uh, swirling around him, and he's kind of resting on this gnarled staff, and he's got this long black cloak um, that sort of moves, and it has these sort of stylized feathers on it, which you saw him take to the skies before. Sorry, I didn't interrupt your... <laughs> Go on on the monologue. My patron has taking great interest in both the four of you and in this, the comings and goings of this house and of its rich history. Your patron? Who are you? Patron or matron. I've gone by many names. My name is not important. That? It's very important to me. <laughs> who, who are you? Make a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> I am but a humble servant of a queen. Has taken great interest in the spirits that dwell within the mists and the particular history surrounding this house. Can I make a religion check? Go ahead. Do I recognize who this queen might be? Not, not particularly, but you do notice that uh, um, he does appear to be uh, maybe perhaps a middle-aged male. Um, that's, you know, otherwise completely covered. That's really about it. 
uh, <clears throat> very deliberate and there's a lot of raven imagery but a 14 not quite enough uh it was a 15 but mm. he kind of leans on the gnarled staff but you do see sort of with your passive two uh two nasty looking daggers by the side of his belt as he kind of looks kind of at all of you through this mask as many have come through the mists before to this particular manner few have survived its ordeal but I've taken and my matron has taken a particular again interest in seeing how this particular group of individuals will Proceed. See, the mists have trapped you here, and if you wish to leave, the best I can do is to offer some advice. Follow your heart and stay true to those ideals which guide you. And one very important piece of advice, just remember... All hatred comes from a very specific place of trauma. If you can break through the most intense and the scariest walls, perhaps you can find the truth of the situation, as none other, as none others have. Those who have come before, those who have tried and failed, have succumbed to fear and given in to the rage have been blinded by the rage of the presence that dwells here but it's only through truly opening our hearts and minds to understanding that we can truly unlock the true meaning of history and you can see the wings now start to emerge once more. You uncover the truth. Perhaps the Dark Lord of this domain will let you... will let you leave. And if not... <laughs> my matron is powerful enough. I've said too much already. I bid you good luck. Come with us, help us through the scary house. <laughs> and just the wings. And good luck. Flies up towards the sky and sort of darts, does like almost a, a 90 degree turn and back into the mist that surrounds. So you can just hear the echo of laughter. And Anya, yes, this is actually in the book. I just added some some flair and some flavor to <laughs> I it. I just have three words. Dagger, dagger, dagger. <laughs> Hawthorne does the thing where, like, adults, like, lift up, like, a little bit of their pant or whatever and squats down a little towards Anya and is like, From what I have learned in my years, never trust the words of old men. <laughs> oh. What do we do then? 
at oh, least at least he didn't at least he didn't use the the winged boots for the boots of haste <laughs> on the way out oh i wish the boots of haste were an official item they're so good i mean they're way too good obviously but like i wish they're so good anyway sorry no you're uh, all good what do you two think I fail to see how a derelict old structure is going to cause us any harm. That guy was clearly insane. I think so. Maybe don't encourage him yes, next time. He was absolutely lovely. <laughs> don't encourage him. That's the best way to get information. There are lots of there are stories back home of houses that have like spirits and stuff. It, it could very well hurt us. There was one in Barovia. All the kids were told to avoid it. There was, um, there was a spirit or something that burned down the orphanage in Falaki. So, you never know, I guess. What we're saying like, is, uh... in our house, and where we come from, you should be afraid of old derelict houses. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like stories made to scare small children. Well, the, the building fire was very real. As is the haunted house, it is actually enchanted to hurt people very badly. But anyways, what I am seeing is an opportunity for someone to enter the house. And I don't think the child should go first. Well, I'd be happy to step in and see if we can find a way out of this mist. Awesome. Uncomfortable uh, for a moment. I am going to... It is sort of spitting out this sort of cold, uncomfortable, sort of steady, spitting rain. The ground becoming ever so, uh, ever more moist. Glubbick! Kind of make your way onto the rickety-creaky porch. The wood creaks and groans with every step, making your way to the front door. Go ahead and keep moving your token. The porch seems sturdy enough, though loose and rickety in places. You're able to... Sturdy enough is definitely something you want to hear from the DM. Sturdy enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I have control of uh, Steam's tokens, so... Oh, okay. I guess I'll move Let me make sure. Yeah. That the right person is selected. Adventure awaits. Yeah, I can actually uh, control everyone's character tokens, so <laughs> I just that? haven't. Oh been. yeah, that's true. Same. Uh, um, I, I do deeply enjoy that we all sort of agreed there should be this big buffer space between us and Paladin. <laughs> Look. Yeah. It's kind of what he's there for. Yeah, we're all we're all magic users, sorcerers. We're staying back for a minute. <laughs> D six hit dice. <laughs> Don't Wait, worry. You're we'll all sorcerers. Uh, two of us are sorcerers <laughs> and one of us a warlock. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Warlock has D eights at least. Slightly yeah. better. Slightly better. And bad con mod. And can wear light armor. Does anyone know, do channel divinities when come back doubt, on a short or long rest? Where, when in doubt, long Eldritch rest, Blast. I believe. Eldritch Blast. All right, so you make your way to the front door. Glubbick. You can kind of 
What? The door has been opened enough that you can kind of see in again. I'll just move you in there for a second and then back out. Uh, or you can just kind of hop right in, but you can see the same thing before you. Nothing really seems to have changed. Just that that statue, those steps that lead up to the second floor, and those four other doors in the inside of the foyer. I can use my Octoboy. I haven't rolled actual dice in forever. I'm going to put my character token inside just so I can see. Okay. Um, but my character stood just outside the door watching. All right. It's a bit dusty, but that's about it. Um, now that I'm closer to the statue, can I see if there's any writing on it? Um, yeah, could we uh, go ahead and uh, you would have to get right up close to it and sort of dust it off to be able to determine exactly what writing was, was there. Um, oh, if you wanted weird. to. That sounds very dangerous uh, to touch that thing. Mm. I don't know about that one. Uh, can I use the harmless gust of wind from Prestidigitation to like dust it from where I am, about 10 feet away? Sure. Uh, call me superstitious, but I wonder, is there any writing on the wall? Ooh, make a perception check. Literal writing on the wall. <laughs> Man, I spent like two minutes coming up with that sentence for those puns, like to line it all up like that. Um, there is there is no uh, there is nothing that, see I'm actually going to move a little bit closer in the first room here, there's nothing unusual that catches your eye but you do with your 14, you do with your 17 here, something like grinding or sliding across something like uh i'm trying to get a do i have a sense of direction like a uh like where it's coming from like uh, see if i can make the sound do you want anyone want to send a screenshot of the is there any way anyone can send a screenshot of yeah i can (laughs) what a nightmare hold on just send it on discord I'll just text it to you, Rory, so we don't have to worry about the internet. Okay. Cool. I can also um, FaceTime you later when we get into battle so you can see what we're doing. Okay. So, did you you hear the noise I was making? Did did the mic pick that up? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, just a... Like sliding across wood, like something heavy sliding across wood. Yep. Do I have a sense of direction? Like where it's coming from? To the north. Like upstairs or through that door to the north? Through the main doors here. Gotcha. Uh, are you still using digitation to clean it? Yeah, uh, from where I am, I'm, she's gonna like pre- dust, make the dust go away. Okay, so you just uh, summon some magic in your fingertips and whew, let out a burst of energy from them. Uh, the dust and the cobwebs in the room just scatter. <sighs> and after a moment, the statue itself begins to crack no we have stepped back out of the room now Hawthorne has and... grabbed the child's hand we have <laughs> moved us back outside of this fucking house like, nope, nope. <laughs> there's something moving in the room beyond too the statue 
begins to shudder. And it just... And as it does, it just explodes. (laughs) Into a thousand pieces of granite and marble and gold uh, that just sort of slowly fall and crack and crumble. And in its place, standing atop the pedestal, is the creature that seemingly was represented by the statue itself. It is a winged creature with brilliant red and purple feathers that lets out a as it is released, seemingly either inhabiting the statue or magically bound to it, spreads its wings as its eyes glow red. Almost a small torrent of flame from each eye, and it kind of turns its head over towards Glebic, the paladin. And the only one still in the room. I need everyone to roll initiative, please. That Don't is... forget to select your token before rolling. Yes, select your token before rolling, please. And Rory, would you like me to roll yes. for you? Or sorry, yeah. would you like me to do initiative for you? Yeah. Okay, you got this. Let me know what your initiative is, and I'll add it to the turn order. Uh, eighteen. Not the best. It's eleven. Eleven. Okay. Do you add your modifiers? Yes. <laughs> okay. Perfect. It's eleven. It's eleven with modifiers. Oh, I'm so glad we all stepped out of the room for that. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Eleven. Oh, hey, not too bad. Let's change up the music here a bit. This is new for me. I'm just going to be sitting here with my screen open my character sheet the whole time. Until I, I just love that Roll20 was like, I'm not going to no, let you see the Roll map. Roll20 just loaded right here. <laughs> no, it hit. It, is it like loaded everything in that of very doom. Which works because my iPad froze in the middle of that. Okay. Music change. The music is always so good. Combat music. All right. Anya, you're up. There's a large sort of fanged bird with glowing red eyes that seemingly burst from a statue. Uh, You can all see this through the through the door, which was swayed, which was kind of burst open by its flapping of wings and by your prestidigitation and just by the general old rickety nature of the doors. Uh, Anya, you're up. This thing looks and appears to be hostile, but hasn't had a chance to take a turn yet, so... Uh, It just kind of settles and kind of... looks over at Glebic, your paladin friend. Um, she just whispers help to the doll and casts a blur on herself. Okay. Um... So you just begin to sort of shift and shimmer out of reality as you flash... I will sort of slip to the side a little bit, away from the open door. Okay. Um, just uh, sidestepping away. Reduction. Perfect. <laughs> um, and that is my turn. All right. 
Glebic! This thing is kind of menacingly glaring at you. Yeah, Glebic just to scream, nobody explodes statues all over me, and <laughs> bonks him with a flail. All right. So it's, uh... This is a common enough problem that I have an opinion on it. Do you have reach on the flail? Oh, I don't. Do I have to run up the stairs or something? Uh, no, it's, uh, you're just about five feet away from it. You need to, yeah, get into that square. Uh, Eleven misses, though, as it kind of begins to, it almost kind of, like, double steps back and begins to hover, uh, slightly above the shattered remnants of this statue. Its wings kind of, as it looks at you, and let's add another screech. 13, uh, 11 misses, unfortunately. What do, friend? <laughs> uh, that is the end of turn. Okay. Rachel. Uh, um, you do not have direct line of sight on well, it. You would need I... to move five feet to the left to, uh, to do so. Words, words are hard. Uh, I just need you to know that uh, my roll 20 quit again. Oh. Do you have your character okay. sheet and physical dice? I got you. I, yeah. Um, All right. And I did give control of your character to Emma, so she can definitely uh, do anything on roll 20 that uh, you need to be done. Let me, let me mute. I have FaceTime open with Rory showing them the map. So oh, awesome. Oh, that's great. So I love that. The map, uh, you, this is what it looks like inside. We oh, just okay. can't see inside because of the thing. Okay. Um, I would like to move to get line of sight right now. Cause... Okay. All right. Emma, you got that? Good. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. By the way, I, I love that the token is just you. <laughs> It's so good. I'm just pointing that out again. Just selfie, really cosplay selfie. selfie. It is a really good selfie. It's fantastic. Yep. Oh. Best token of the night. Uh, I I would like to... I'm gonna just, I guess, uh, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Easy enough. <laughs> throw in a bolt of uh, sort of very bright purple and black energy at this sort of stoic, sort of intimidating figure, avian figure. Go ahead and roll your attack for Eldritch. Or, with the new Eldritch Blast, because we're in campaign three now for the Critical Role fans, Eldritch Blast. The southern drawl has been replaced. But anyway, go ahead and roll. Yeah, I, I got a nat one. Oof. Make another attack for me. Or make another attack roll. What? Make another attack roll. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Roll another d20. Another attack with Eldritch Blast? Yep. Someone... 21. <laughs> Clubic, what's your armor class? <laughs> this is it's a wonderful start. I love this. 18. All right, so go ahead and roll damage for Eldritch Blast. I'll put We're this dice aside. So <laughs> I'm gonna use 
gonna roll that uh, Eldritch Blast damage. Yeah, roll, roll that oh, damage. Yeah. That, that would be a thing I have to do. Because, <laughs> you know, okay. So, you know, maybe there won't be a part two after all. <laughs> he just uh, accidentally TPK every six. other. Six damage? That's, that's six. All right. Glebic, you take six damage as one of your allies. Eldritch blasts you in the back. <laughs> Spookiness. Yes. Yes. Hi, cat. I'm so sorry. Uh, you en you're engulfed in sort of this shearing power of shadow flame. It's kind of, oh, it kind of burns through you. The Perryton kind of just looks confused and kind of squawks in approval. <laughs> I thought that was my job. <laughs> Anything else for uh, Rachel? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm signing that one. I can't. Uh, well. I know. Uh, being so close, uh, it's going to immediately uh, just sort of lunge at the target that just took damage. It's going to make uh, one attack with its beak and another with its talons. It's a 21 to hit with the beak, which does hit with its gore attack. Uh, and you take seven piercing damage as this monstrous bird just... Ah! And kind of sticks into your armor, kind of piercing your armor with its beak. You can feel the blood kind of dripping down uh, into the inside of your armor as it removes its beak. It begins to take off and tries to kind of rake you with its talons as it ascends towards the second floor above a low-hanging chandelier. Um, as it does, you can take an opportunity attack if you like. But it rolled an 8 on its talons, Emma, so it misses. Where's your phone? I just put it down. So uh, seven more damage to Glebic. Do you have like a holder that you Why can Why is hold? this happening? <laughs> Would you like to take an attack of opportunity on the on the Periton? Absolutely. All right, go ahead and roll uh, roll for an attack. We, we Using your reaction. Could be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two the two scared bitches were like. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. To be I mean, fair, Rachel was at the back for a reason. <laughs> I mean, Glubbick is consistent, so we have to give him that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Also, hopefully, Glubbick has the orcish feet of don't die yep. immediately. <laughs> yep, there's always that. Because I did realize I don't think any of our spellcasters have healing spells. I do. I have cure wounds. Oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> it seems I got bad to go divine sorcerer and not take a heal spell. Did you uh, make that attack, uh, Glebic, with your flail? It's an 11. Wow. Just... <laughs> <laughs> It is, after all, a flail, so you flail about. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, it is. Uh... Let's see. That was fifteen feet, and it's going to ascend. Let's see. It's going to ascend fifteen feet into the air.
And that is its turn, because it already made its attacks. Okay. Yeah, so it's 15 feet in the air right now. Oh, sorry. 30 feet. That's a really tall foyer. Yep. The foyer is about, uh, it's, it's right on the roof, kind of brushing into uh, the remnants of a chandelier. So, uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Can I see it from where I am? Yes, you can. The door is open. It's, okay. uh, oh, uh, actually, I would say you probably need to get one square closer to be able to see up and in underneath the lip of the top of the door frame. Cool. Yep, um, okay, now you can kind of look up and you can see it kind of... <sighs> That looks like a nasty beast. Uh, it needs. I want to cast Mind Sliver. It needs okay. to make a Intelligence saving throw. Ooh, all right, Mind Sliver's good. Intelligence, nice. It's a minus one. Four. I figured <laughs> it's a four. All right, I figured yeah. it might not be its best. Cool. Uh, would you describe your version of Mind Sliver? Uh, it is the scream of many deceased souls that just. All right, so uh, this cacophony of screams just quickly emanating from uh, your uh, sort of your general aura as it shoots up to this periton who kind of <laughs> and kind of doesn't really know what to make of it, just kind of uh, chirps and hisses at this, takes five points of psychic damage and subtracts d4 from its next saving throw. You can see it frantically kind of shaking its head, trying to get out whatever dissonant whispers uh, of... Uh, dead humanoids have flooded its avian brain. <laughs> uh, and then Hawthorne is going to kind of turn the corner here. That is, dis- like- that is different, but Dissonant Whispers is just a fun phrase to say. I know. <laughs> I agree. Turn- and then Hawthorne's going to like turn the corner there and like look at uh, freaking Anna- Anya and be like, this is why we don't go into spooky houses. She just nodded. <laughs> Also, that's it for my turn. All right, and Kat, you missed uh, the Voxil Dawn cameo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anya. I wasn't religious enough to suss it out. <laughs> Who would have known a hag's daughter? Well, the cool thing about, about uh, Voxil Dawn is that you can have him pop out anywhere out of the Shadowfell. Oh, shit, it's my turn. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Um, I mean, I was, but I wasn't paying attention to the right things. Um, okay. I'm gonna step into the room. I can't tell how far I need to go yet, because I can't see it inside the room. Okay. Five, ten. You should be able to just step inside the doors, unless you need to do a touch attack. Okay, I'm gonna go right here so I can get in touch with him and uh, cast Cure Wounds on our Paladin friend. Okay. Um, so the timid, smaller individual kind of runs in and just touches your large paladin friend. And uh, Iglubic, you can feel sort of this warm, healing energy emanating from uh, the small presence. I'm sorry. Oof. I tried. That's not bad. Um, yeah. I'll take uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Three points. We're level nice three. Kid. Three points is a lot. <laughs> level three. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it helps. And she just starts backing back towards the door. <laughs> that's as far as I can get. All right. Round, but yeah, that's it. All right. 
Glebic. It's 30 feet in the air. 30 feet in the air. Um, does the staircase go up around to 30 feet in the air? Yes, it does. Also, Covenant of Lunara, thank you for the follow. And also, Avalin from earlier. All right. So, yes, you can, uh, yeah, you can get up to the top there. Can I run up, jump off, and try to grapple it midair? Sure. (laughs) Cool. Here comes another 11. All right. Uh, Go ahead, and uh, that would be all of your movement. And all right. Kick ass. Uh, I'll say there's a little bit extra going on there, so we'll call that a free action to just kind of run up around and jump off and try to grapple it uh, using maybe the top of the... uh, steps to springboard athletics check sure all right um let's see i'm gonna say no yeah that's within 30 feet we'll give it to you uh dex okay failed by a lot so yeah you kind of just you watch as your large paladin friend kind of runs up to the top kind of jumps through the top of the rickety landing uh shattering sort of some of the wood and kind of dives onto this uh periton who kind of and kind of frantically flailing it is now grappled by you in the air or does it start plummeting Oh, thank you, Covenant of Lunara. That's really nice. Thank you so much. That's really cool. And yes, we're all... <laughs> we're all very queer. So welcome. You're in the right place. Uh, so, what are you doing now that you have it grappled? That was your action Holy to grapple for dear it, life. So. All right. Yeah, are, are they in the air together right now? They are in the air together. Falling? They're in the oh. air together. I didn't think to throw! <laughs> all right. Do you have anything you want to do with your bonus action? Nope. I'm all set, thank you. That is end of turn. Also, I see uh, Coven of Lunara, if you're still here. We are, in fact, queer witches who play D&D. So, uh, if you're looking for a community of queer witches who play D&D specifically, I'm gonna go ahead and see if my Discord link works. Yeah! There you go. Alright. Feel free to join the conversation. That being said, Rachel, it's your turn. Oh, cool. Um, I am uh, going to get to the child. Okay. Who is presently? I'm going to go over to the child and cast mage armor. Okay. Bless. (laughs) So you kind of gesture over with your magic at the small child and as this sort of this purplish energy leaves your fingertips you can feel yourself uh, Anya sort of be bolstered by almost what feels like putting on a suit of armor but it seems to sparkle with this sort of purple and black shadowy energy that almost you hear uh, like the clank as this sort of spectral armor that is incredibly light if if weighing anything at all seemed to shimmer translucent on your body. Kick ass. Thank you. Uh, I am now at yeah. 15 instead of 12. Nice. Oh, sweet. 
Anything else for? Better is better. I'm not complaining. Um. Rachel. No, I'm just. I'm just gonna. That's it. Oh, did you have to get up and touch for that? Yeah, I um, had to go touch the child. Are you going to step back out of the room, or are you going to stay where you are? I'm going to step back out of the room. Definitely. I mean, I just hurt one of our players, so I had to, you know, protect the other one. and <laughs> Protect the healer. Yeah. That's exactly why I did it. <laughs> Immediately was like, like, well, that's the only one with healing, so, uh... All right. Great kitty backpack. Well, it is going to try and on its. Is that it for you, Rachel? By the way, just want to make sure before I move on. This child. Yes. Okay. All right. It's going to try and uh, dive slam Glebic into the into the uh, statue or like the base of the statue. Uh, using a, a dive attack. So it's going to dive 30 feet down onto this uh, statue. Uh, and when you are when you grapple it, are it attacks at, are its attacks at disadvantage? Only movement. It has no more movement. It has no more movement. Wait, that doesn't make sense if it's in the air, huh? Yeah, it doesn't make any but sense. That's why I asked if it was falling. A grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any Ooh, bonus to its speed. Yeah, okay, cool. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. Nice. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect. Well, in that case, it's going to try and... It's a... Well, it's a bird! So it's going to try... <laughs> well, technically, it's a monstrosity, but it's going to try and break free of that grapple, then. Uh, can you go ahead and make a uh, an opposed uh, strength check for me? Nope. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're, you're not letting it go. Uh, okay. All right. That was its. Um, that was too high up to let go. And its speed is zero. So. Uh, I'll never let go. Yeah, Hawthorne. <laughs> it started I out guess. as a grapple for like attack, and now it's a grapple of fear. <laughs> it's trying to kind of like, kind of like, kind of peck at, peck furiously at Glubbick, like. Ah, but, uh, it. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm speed sorry, I've not so. laughed that hard in a long time. Okay, but it's grappled, so you technically have advantage uh, for your ranged attacks. Okay. Well? I'm just looking at... Can't you scroll through your spell list right now? <laughs> I was looking at the FaceTime. <laughs> I guess I do another one of these because it's the same amount of damage. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do another Mind Sliver then. Um, but it has to take the minus 1d4 for the save. Okay. All right. Yep. Nope. Fail. Fails. <laughs> All right. Another one of those screeching sounds just rips through its ears. Takes uh, three more points of psychic damage. All right, as it kind of 
tries to shake off these whispers now invading its monstrous beast mind once more as you let out another cacophony of the screams of the dead. And then she realizes what's happening with the guy riding the bird and is yeah. a little dumbfounded. I don't think she steps out of the room this time. She's like... <laughs> yeah, this, this is pretty wild. Um, all right, and that's it for Hawthorne? Yeah, that's it for Hawthorne. All right, Anya. Um, I... We'll also do a mind sliver. Um, okay. Because let's stack these some bitches. Yeah. Um, I know they don't actually stack, but anyway, uh, it's a DC twelve for me, but it fails. <laughs> <laughs> um, did it print the spell or not? Because it takes another. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Even with just a one, it, it that brings us down to an eleven, so it fails. Did it print the spell? I, I can't. Uh, it did not, but that is one d six psychic damage. Okay, I'll just type it out. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, max damage. Nice. And oh, yeah. what is uh, what is your mind sliver uh, look like specifically? So, contrary to the screams of the dead, um, hers is laughter, but it's not good laughter, to put it simply. It's it's laughter from something that has never known joy, never known mirth or life or light. It is hollow, soulless laughter that invades the mind of the Periton. Periton? Periton? Periton. Okay. Um, I can't wait for these two creepy bitches to make it to the end of this. <laughs> so again, and this... And then going to be like, okay, my new kid, let's go. <laughs> just this cacophony okay. of laughter that just... Uh, <laughs> that shoots over towards the uh, the prairie tin, which again sort of tries to shake off this continuous psychic assault that seems to be ravaging its mind. And I will slide over here into this corner, and that is my turn. Okay, all right. Anya Klebic, you're up. You have the thing grappled. What you doing? As you're kind of like in midair, like. <laughs> trying to hold on as this thing is desperately trying to shake you off of it. I do believe oh. you can still make a weapon attack while grappling. You something. can, even though you're I in can, but my AC will be a 16, and I'm okay with that. I was really looking forward to describing how you attack it with a flail in midair. Yeah, well, somehow he pulls it off. <laughs> as he's like <laughs> holding on. <laughs> And it just runs into it on its own. The thing's like whipping around. <laughs> He's got one hand on, like wrapped around, like a like a like a chokehold on this periton. The periton's furiously screeching, trying to get this half orc off of it, trying to maintain its position in flight. And you just see a flail, like furiously flailing around in midair, all every direction. You know those videos of people with like nunchucks accidentally whacking themselves in the nuts? Yeah. I'm imagining it's basically like that with the flail, where he's like on the back of the thing and he just like whips the flail around and whacks it in the front. Go ahead and roll damage. It's not graceful, but gets the job done. Go ahead and roll damage on the flail. We're not gonna die. We're too stupid to die. Why was I imagining like a strap on the flail? 
Oh. <laughs> nice. Full 12. Uh, as you see the flail finally connect, you hear this crack and this splattering of feathers. As you can see, these trickles of sort of thick, black, dark crimson blood uh, that seems to uh, sort of steam almost, sort of fall off of this periton as it shakes it off and uh, lets out almost a, uh, a sad screech as it takes 12 points of damage total. It's looking a little hard. That ends turn. Rachel. I've never laughed so hard in one round of combat. <laughs> I would like to I would like to walk in and cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Alright. Go ahead and roll for Eldritch Blast. The theme of the day is or the uh Um that's 15. I was going to say, don't knock, uh, don't roll a one again. Knock on what? 15. Okay, that does not hit your ally. 15 yeah. does hit the periton. And you have advantage because it's grappled. So you want to go ahead and roll a, uh, again, see if you get a nat 20. It's up to you. You don't have to, okay. but you can. You can fish. You can fish for a crit. That is another 15. Okay, all right, go ahead and roll damage. 15 hits. As you spark up that purplish black energy. <laughs> Throw an Eldritch Blast, taking the time to line up the shot a little bit more carefully this time. That is eight points of damage. Hell yeah. Nice. How do you want to do this? Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> it is this black emanating just like ball shape that just goes out and just like hits just right that hits different <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just sort of as it's sort of flailing around in midair uh, this blast of energy flies and hits it right in the chest and it lets out one final uh, before the searing shadow flame just turns most of its feathers to like this blackened charred ash as its whole body uh, lights on fire with this purple shadow flame uh, sort of the searing heat this magical heat uh, flickering against Glubic but dealing no damage to you however it does begin to fall I'm going to give you a reaction what are you doing no 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 <laughs> I mean, if you can try and get it under you, it may cushion your fall a little bit. That, that sounds like a great plan. Yeah, I'm right, gonna ride this really thing down. My make it, very next thing the DM says is that it dissolves into ash on the way down. Make a general, <laughs> make a DC 18 dexterity check for me. It's an awful high dexterity check. Um, you're mid-air! Just, just, just a regular <laughs> dexterity though, check. You're, you're mid-air grappled with a thing that just died. Hey! See? And you were you were complaining about it, and you ride this thing down and manage to stand on its chest as you kind of dig your heels into its stomach as you crash into the statue. You hear its bones crack and shatter, and you kind of instinctively lean forward, do a perfect barrel roll, and sort of land almost in a superhero pose on the ground. No damage. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know how I just did that. <laughs> that was so cool. You're like over oh. here. Alrighty. 
now that the creature is taken care of, Hawthorne would like to now approach the pedestal and see if there was any writing on it, and also pluck some <laughs> uh, of the feathers off of this thing. So, so what did I just miss? Because I... Uh... That's how it be sometimes. Yeah. There is writing, and sort of a stylized dialect form of common that says... Periton, the great winged beast of Borka. The great winged beast of what? Beasts, plural. The great winged beasts of Borka. B-O-R-C-A. Okay. Um, do I recognize the name of that place? Make a history check. Seconded. Um, I also am curious if I know that name. I am so afraid to turn on my camera that it's going to freeze my entire Discord again. Maybe give it a second to catch back up. Do you have anything else open besides, um... Discord's the only thing open on this stupid potato computer! That's rough. 14. Um, not really ringing a bell. It's... Yeah, no. Does anyone know what Borka is? Does anybody? <laughs> if you are, if you are not Hawthorne, and you are proficient in history, you can roll. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. I figured if I asked someone who might know, can make a roll. Nope. Not it. Although um, I think we're all I'm, dumb. I'm, I'm wise, not intelligent. I think we're all street smart, not book smart. We failed school. In fairness to me, I was kicked out by my parents for my sorcerer's powers. I wasn't. And that's on trauma. I'm not street smart or book smart, so. <laughs> Clearly, by the one who and wrote that's on trauma. the thing. That's so funny, though. I love that. If it looks dumb, but it works, it ain't I dumb. Totally just scratched my gem off. Love that. Oh. Just gonna hide it gonna... behind my bangs now. There you go. It's fine. It has the hint of red. That's all you really need. Um, but can I also collect some of its feathers as, like, component? Uh, yeah, if you'd that? like, make a survival check. Cool. I realize it's um, more like an RP thing, but, like, you know. How how um, beat up is Gubik? Gubik? What the hell is your character's name? I'm sorry. I'm awful with names. Make a medicine check. Gubik. <laughs> Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's pretty badly damaged, but you're able to collect two black feathers and one of the red plumes. Uh, he seems about, eh, on a scale of 1 to 28, he seems about an 18. <laughs> Who killed him? <laughs> Did so, I kill him? Yeah, you yes. killed it, and then Nilek okay. wrote it down on a was... natural 20 and didn't take any damage when he hit the ground. <laughs> Um, what? Will, I missed that. Anya will, uh, um, because I have back. Dark One's Blessing, so when I reduce a hostile creature to zero hit points, I have six temporary hit points now. Nice. Oh. For how long? I don't know. I think it's till you take a long rest. Um, Anya will just gingerly place a hand on uh, Globex, like, thigh. And cast another Cure Wounds on him. Um, give me a moment to roll that. Or cast it, whatever. 
There we go. Nice. He's almost back to full now. Um, what does your what does your cure wounds look like? Oh, it can't be pretty. Uh, let me double check the components on that spell. I think it's verbal and somatic, right? Yeah, verbal and somatic. Um, I hadn't considered that well enough. Um, she sort of like grabs the, the doll's hand before she touches uh, Glubbick and just sort of like draws the energy from the um, doll and then when she touches Glubbick it sort of flows into him and it's like it's like for a split second um, a few inches around where her hand touches momentarily looks like porcelain and then it just it fades back to its normal material as the healing energy dissipates through his body. All right, awesome. Thank you. It, you were you have to protect us. I want to help protect you. It's a very good thing you know how to do that, child, cuz I am not made to do anything like that for sure. And, uh, Mage Armor is eight hours, by the way. Hell yeah. yeah seriously. Blur uh, lasts like a minute, so that, that's gone. Hawthorne is going to cast Mage Armor on herself. <laughs> Probably smart. What is the thing? 13 plus dex modifier? I have a 14 for my AC now. Um... Can we still hear the weird um I was I was sound? just about to do the It yeah. starts again. It starts so it had stopped during the fight or we well, just it hadn't noticed. Couldn't it. really hear it. Okay, okay. To be fair, we were a bit focused. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Alrighty. Should should we like lock the door or something? Make sure nothing can come up behind us again or something? What are the odds of two horrible things being in this house? Very, very, very high. So high, my dear friend. Ah. Uh, the two from Barovia are just like... Ah, <laughs> uh, you... Over, under? Um... Uh, can I... go up to the door and, like, kind of is there like a keyhole or maybe a space under the door that I can look through? Uh, this one right here? Yeah, the one with the sound coming through it. Um, yeah, there's a there's a bit of a keyhole and uh, make a make a perception check. It's hard to really see through. It's dusty on the inside and there is a faint flicker of a candle coming from inside as well. No, that was a very bad roll, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's difficult to tell. You can just see the occasional flicker of a candle. And what appears to be something moving oh. on a table inside the room. I see I did cast Mage Armor, which is a level one spell. Do you want me to roll on the table, or...? Um, does it, is it for all spells, or...? I'll put it in the thing, and then you can decide, because it does specify at DM discretion. Okay. Where is it? 
If I remember right, the rule is written is that you can have, um, you can have them roll them, th her. I'm sorry. I'm. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Okay. Um, you cameras can have her roll a d20, so. and if it's a one, then she surges and she has to roll on the table to figure out what happens. Um, and it's sort of like whenever she casts a leveled spell, you can have her roll the d20, and then if that goes badly, it's a. Yeah, just go ahead and link it for now, and I'll, I'll say we'll hold off. But um, if you could link it, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. I don't know where it is on roll 20, so I'm getting it from D&D Beyond. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you don't really notice anything, but it's still... Still kind of going. Yeah, because I rolled a 6 on that. I don't have any idea, but I can still hear it scraping... Can yep. I at least hear if it's getting, like, if it's coming, like, to and from the door, or if it's just kind of far in the room or something? Seems to be coming from the center of the room. And it's just the sound of something scraping. It doesn't sound... I, this is gonna sound stupid, but it's because of my characters, where she came from. It doesn't sound like a grain mill kind of thing, right? It's not, like, a milling sound. Correct. It's like something okay. sliding across a table. Okay. Because that, I feel like, she would recognize pretty easy. Uh, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> um. Alright. This is as written what it says. Okay. This okay. is a DM can have you, so it's your discretion if you want to do that or not. Okay. Yeah, we'll Open. hold off for now. Thank you for linking. I should probably actually keep that open. Alright, um, so Hawthorne is going to keep one hand. Does the door push or pull open? Uh, seems to go both ways. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, Hawthorne will hold the door handle. Okay. Um, and then look at everyone else and be like, so I don't know what's in here. I can't see it. Uh, generally, noises are not a good thing to go to. But the fact that the rest of the rooms are so quiet is also a little scary. Where do we want to go? Looks like we have five options. Quite a few, yeah. I mean... The bird mask said we needed to face things to get out, right? I think he said follow your heart, and mine only beats about once a minute, so I don't think we should follow mine. You uh, should probably see someone. Follow your heart and stay true to those ideals that guide you. Remember, all hatred comes from a very specific place of trauma. Yeah! On the walls, you can find the truth. Thank you. That voice is easier than Anya's voice. <laughs> okay. So where do you think we should go, sir? Hydrate. Oh. Hydrate. Thanks, Rory. Almost out of water. Does anyone have a preference? Because if it's up to me, I'm going through this door. It sounds the most interesting. I think whatever we do, we have to stick together. I think that's the smartest thing that has been said today. Is that all right with you, Rachel? Did we introduce ourselves? We 
never did know. We've been we've been at this for a little while. That's very fair. Uh, so I guess just never, like... never once did we ever say our names to each <laughs> other, but we demanded another creature's name. Um, Hawthorne will take the second then and go. Oh, by the way, I'm Hawthorne. Uh, my I, I was raised by hacks. Um, my name is Anya. I uh, grew up on the streets. That is tragic. You won't live on the streets anymore when we get back home, child. Uh, okay. y'all can call me Ray. Ray, Ray. It's a great selfie, a great cosplay selfie coming at you. <laughs> there you go. I was asked to make a token, so I just sent a selfie. <laughs> I love I it. We love to see it. HBO Max login info. I will be rewatching all of Teen Titans because that show was the shit. Yeah. And you, sir? Yeah. I'm Globic. Awesome. Lovely to meet you all. Let's the employee of the uh, Order of the Gauntlet. I'm so sorry. I don't. Is that. Is that like there's a little you, bit of a you you you've heard of the Order of the Gauntlet? Ah, uh, so yeah, yeah, where yeah. we are, we're surrounded in mist, oh, and no okay. one gets out because they die if they try. Oh, sorry. Uh, were you trying to say something, uh, Rory? When you're having lag issues? No. Okay. So I'm afraid I do not know the or. Oh, there's a similar thing. Um, something about a silver dragon, long time ago. Is that, is that similar? Sure, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna open this with my magic so we don't touch the door. Weren't you already touching the door? Oh, <laughs> I was just keeping it closed. I oh, meant okay. touch the door while the thing gets opened. And then uh, she's gonna grab Anya's hand again and kind of pull her back just a little bit. Um, and then is going to cast Mage Hand again to kind of like push the handle down and push this door uh, where the sound is coming from. Open. Oh. Uh, who is this making me sit up correctly? We got a posture check. Oh. Avalyn, oh. thank you. Posture check. I'm proud of this. I'm sitting straight. My back's just crooked. I'm sitting in a desk chair. So also, um, I don't see who the subscriber was, but whoever that was, thank you very much. It was I just, me. Thank you. It was me. <laughs> thank you, Rory. Much love. <laughs> I did that before I did the hydrate. <laughs> I saw the hydrate. Thank you. Uh, so who is uh, opening? Who is opening this door? The door boss. Dino the Adventurer. Mage, thank mage you for the follow. Mage is opening the door if it's unlocked. Mage hand. Okay, so yes, the door. As you take the mage hand, and that fl uh, sort of floating spectral hand operates once more. Uh, it just grabs the door hand. The door opens before you to reveal a room lit by a brightly glowing candle in the center of the table. Before you, it's flickering, but the candle itself is not moving. The movement on the table that you had seen had stopped. You watch for a second and no movement, but you do see an object on the table. Dozens of faded portraits cover 
this particular parlor's walls around you in every direction. The subject's eyes fixed on a circular table that bears an ornate, easily identifiable spirit board. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hawthorne's gonna immediately close that fucking door. <laughs> no. A wide mirror hangs over a tall fireplace set in the north wall. Oh, mirrors. Oh, dear. We got mirrors. We got spirit boards. Never forget. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Thank you, Dino. Uh, Dino, currently uh, House of Lament multi-shot from Van Richten's. The party is, uh, seems to be kind of neutral right now, but we'll see. So uh, the Mage Hand opens the door and the door immediately closes. But as it does, you hear once more. From behind the door, not the not the can, not the tin can, but the sliding of something on the on the wood. The sliding of plant of a planchette. Yes, the sliding of a planchette. Friggin' Hawthorne looks at everyone else. And goes, no. <laughs> yeah, What's no, the problem Hawthorne, with, no. with practitioners? No. Hawthorne was like, no, no. Uh, so looks cozy. You really, you really just brought a spirit board in with me and Emma. <laughs> We are Southerners and so superstitious. No, I don't. I don't play with the spirit board in real life. I don't play I don't, with the spirit board in any I don't game I play. play. No, I do not <laughs> spirit boards. Do not. Something's trying to communicate with you. Don't, or no. mirrors. That is unfortunate. The thing's never gonna get heard. Uh, the rest of the party. Okay, who's up for a different door? Yep. There's a fireplace in there. We could at least light a fire and warm up a little bit after that. You want to go into the creepy room with the planchette that moves on its own? I mean, so far. Absolutely I think room's not. Gonna be creepy. My witch, my witchy ass goes light something to purify and do it. <laughs> well, can we find some salt first? Can we yeah. find some salt first? We'll, we'll look for like some salt. Anybody have any salt? Some I'm salt. sure with all of your adventuring gear, someone has salt. I, I have some hardtack, if any of you like. It's a little salty. <laughs> what Not if quite instead the same we just thing. find a different fireplace? I can light a fire That's wherever fair. we want. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so this over here is a set of double doors, right? Uh, that is just a single door. Oh, okay. Somebody I else pick a door. I picked the scary room. We're not going in there. I'm saying this out of character. We could I... the whole house on fire. That would get us warm. That and would... we wouldn't have to deal with the planet. Ray. Ray <laughs> looks over at Hawthorne in um Mage hands the door. Sound I guess, continues. Um the one that's like by the stairs. Oh, can you see now, Rory? I can sort of see. Uh, the okay. one um, so closest sure to I... you, or...? Yeah, 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 here. Okay. The right. one closest to me. All right, so you take your mage hand and... You said you did say mage hand, right? Yeah. Okay, so sort of a, a darker purple, almost sort of semi-armored hand just kind of apparates by the door. And opens into a dark room. Anyone have a candle? think there was one in the other. Uh, do I? 
Do I? Do I even have a Kindle? I don't think I do. Uh, okay, can I... Prestidigitation allows me to make a shower of sparks. Can I make a shower of sparks? Well, we have dark vision. We can't see in it at all. Oh, no, you can you can see in. Oh, With okay. your dark vision, yep. Do we have to step inside the room to see? What's... Well, um, I guess I, I probably... Do you want to swing the door open? You know what we'll do? We'll do this for now. Wanna... There you go. I don't... I don't... There we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'll work. It's like a lounge. Okay. See, this room looks a lot less terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna... Okay. Go cool. peek in. Back where we're from. Yeah. All right, so you all kind of filter into the eastern sitting room. This room appears to have been a smoking room for after-dinner social conversations. The faint smell of burning herbs still lingers here in the air. We found the cigar room. There is another door to the east and to the north. Is there anything in this room? Is like books or anything to kind of help us suss out what this place is? Make an investigation check. What is this? Can I Fireplace. get help on looking around oh, from okay. someone? Um, I can help. I just want to have the best chance of these are you yeah i'll say go ahead and make it an advantage if i'm proficient in investigation so if that investigation is one of those yeah. things it's a little bit a little bit more loose anya will will help with investigation um, yeah <laughs> i i still didn't do very well on that roll uh, 12 this there is uh there is sort of a a a bit of eerie calm to this room but you feel like some something about it makes you uneasy but not frightened in a way is, a little bit uneasy there are no pictures in this room a mirror no mirrors are these yeah. tables just tables or do Can i make a perception check uh, those are tables yeah go ahead and make a perception check yeah Surprise demon. <laughs> Maybe. That's a 22. Yeah, you take a minute to go kind of investigate under the tables and move some of the cushions around, look in the fireplace and uh, open up two drawers uh, on the table. You find sort of an old wooden pipe uh, that is uh, has no, bears no inscriptions, but and then just sort of various uh, smatterings of old uh, remnants of old herbs uh, tucked into the two draws here. But nothing noteworthy. Uh, the room seems to have long been picked clean or emptied. I would like the herbs. Yeah, sure, go ahead and you collect some sm some old dried smoking herbs. Filthy habitat. Uh, Hawthorne watches you collect those and is like, hey, can I have some of that? That. We'll talk later. And again, an you old, dusty, we'll wooden later. pipe that has a cobweb Ooh. in the uh, the bowl. That 
makes the smoking extra silky. Let's just uh, let's just take this house and just Breaking Bad this uh, <laughs> domain of dread. <laughs> I know we don't need any more room. We have a nice, really high ceiling foyer, and then the sitting room with the fireplace. What else do you need to make a meth lab? Um. <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, though, does, uh, do we want to take a rest? Because I feel like this room is really safe to take a rest in, if anyone needs it. We all healed? We all good? I'm fine to keep going. Cool. You mentioned wanting to light a fire. Is that something you still want to do? Let's just cozy up the place a bit. Maybe allow a demon to come through. Say what now? You never know with these old places. They've got fun tricks. I think if one was going to come through, it would just happen. That's fair. Onward, then? Yeah. Mage hand the next door open from 10 feet away. Or, I guess, 30 feet away. Well, there's a couple of different doors. Oh, I only see... Oh, I see. Anya just stood by a door, and then there's a door by the fireplace at the north end. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, one by the north and one directly to the east. Mm. Would it be safe from the small glimpse we got of the planchette parlor? Um, the northern door probably is another entrance to there. Possibly. I say we go east. I'll open this store on the east side. Okay. Using the mage hand? Yeah. Okay. I'm floating mage hand turns the door handle. Opens the next door. I like to imagine my mage hand looks like a old kind of craggly witch's hand. Oh yeah. But like knotted finger joints and such. Is that a what is the thing in the center of the room? Because it vaguely looks like rope. It looks like what? Overstuffed furniture faces a handsome concert harp dramatically sculpted with a flock of flying doves. The dusty music room holds saggy, damp, no longer plush furnishings gathered around the room. You can still hear the faint echoes of music being played. And Rachel, you're the last one in the smoking room, right? Oh, I don't I don't like that necessary like distinction question. Yeah. Rachel? Yeah, I'm 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 the last one who's there. Like, as you make your way in, before you step through the door, you hear a and you smell right behind you burning herbs. And you hear sort of a whisper just from somehow in the room, but somehow far, far away from you. Lord, I must admit, you did a wonderful job in reclaiming these ruins. No one would ever guess, guess, guess. 
God, this is like the Dungeons and Dragon Age. <laughs> it's great! I fucking love this place. Well, that makes me uncomfortable. Do you do you share your experience? Okay. No, all I say is, well, that makes me uncomfortable. What does? It's just a hop. The harp stands six feet tall and appears to be very, very heavy. It is in excellent condition and looks as if it's somehow been oiled regularly. Aaron, out of character. Did they describe all the expensive looking stuff as very heavy to try to dissuade everyone from trying to steal all the gold shit in this house? (laughs) That's the second time the most valuable looking object in the room has been described as heavy. It weighs 300 pounds. If, if I die, I'm coming back as a goliath. <laughs> it's just to that. take the harp. <laughs> I mean, it is a harp. So harps are pretty big and pretty heavy. <laughs> um, Anya sort of walks over to it. She doesn't touch it. She's savvy enough okay. not to do that. But she is just sort of looking at it, sort of studying the carvings. and Okay. It's um, very pretty. Looking, looking at it closely. Not looking for anything per se, just like really admiring it and taking it in. It is extremely beautiful. The the work with the carvings of the doves is just breathtaking. It's super pretty. Still, um, what are we doing? Going to the next room, I suppose. Uh, None of you happen to play, do you? I, I'm going to take a wild guess that even if we did, it would not be in tune or playable. Do you play? No. Don't talent. I don't talent. I don't have. But um, little music would cheer the place up. You. I think if we manage to clear this place, we're going to give it to you, so you can cheer the whole place up. Light all your fireplaces, fill it with music, replace the cushions. That feels like the sad ending to this story. Like, man, the inner, (laughs) the inner bard in me want to go over and try and play it. (laughs) I am fighting that part so much. (laughs) Yeah. The only reason why I'm not is because I made her from Barovia, so it's like, she is savvy enough with creepy shit to be like, no, that's a creepy shit. Not yeah, that's a creepy shit. So, so there is what appears to be um, sort of almost like a, um, a thin paper mache sliding door here, uh, and another wooden door here that connect into the next room, um, as if to extend this room as an extension of whatever the next room is. Uh, sort of a decorative, sort of um, crafted paper mache door. Very yeah, expensive. Yeah, we'll open both doors. Yeah, we'll One, open both doors. Yeah. Chairs and candelabras covered in extremely dusty sheets. Cobwebs in the corners attend this hall's broad dining room table. Still life paintings depicting multiple grand feasts hang on the walls, their faded oils making the food look rotten and uninviting. 
a conspicuous child-sized form is seated under a sheet covering uh, at the far end of the table. Looks like a little kid who's sat with like a sheet over their heads. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's the form of a child with sort of like a um, um, uh, a table sheet covering it, almost like a ghost, just sitting still in the chair. What a what a delightful turn of phrase, Aaron. A child um, shape. <laughs> child shape, almost like a ghost. Delightful, just great. It is not moving. You, you look away and turn and turn back and still there. Hello. No response. I want to take a wild guess and say it's not actually alive, whatever it is. Um, I don't like that. There is a sideboard in the room uh, that is uh, sort of over here. Uh containing cracked dishware and bent spoons. That's about it. And that sort of childlike form just remains. From the other side of the table, Hawthorne is going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. Gently gently lift up like a corner of that cloth that's covering the thing, just enough to see like a foot or something. Okay. Um... In, you see in a, abyssal. Yep. In abyssal, um, Ray would like to say hello there. Uh, there is, yeah. So you say it in abyssal, no response. Okay. You see uh, what appears to be sort of just the outline of a doll. As I lift up the like thing, it starts to like reveal a doll. Not moving. Nothing to be worried about. Anya just clutches hers a little bit tighter. Um, and is just kind of looking at it and looking back down at hers and just sort of back and forth. Okay. Do you reveal it? Do you take off the rest of the sheet? No. <laughs> <laughs> you put the cloth back down. Drop it. Drops it back down. Just, nope. I just make sure it wasn't a That's a hard pass. That's uh, a hard pass. <laughs> Glovic, what are you doing? Glovic's going to be like, crying out loud, and just walk over and pick up the doll. He's be like, look, there's nothing to be scared. It's a doll. Do you, do, you take, do you take the sheet off of it? Yeah, I take the sheet off, okay. and I go to pick up the doll. All right. Um, I'm over here by the door still. You you just kind of, Glovic walks over and throws the sheet off, and you look at it, and there is a porcelain doll, very well made, very well crafted, with blonde hair and a purple tunic. It is an exact replica of Anya. (laughs) I was actually going to make a joke about it looking like Hawthorne. Oh my god. (laughs) I guess I'm going to pick it up and bring it over to Anya. Anya, there is a there is a porcelain doll uh, missing one of its eyes that seems to be modeled in your likeness. Missing one of its eyes? <laughs> I I would like to cast I would like to cast Mage Hand and try and just like 
Stop. The the chat is great. That. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. Um. <laughs> I know, I know Mage Hand can't, I know Mage Hand can't do a lot, but just like a little, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Halto's gonna step in front of Anya like, ahaha. Mmm. Anya no, just no. steps back into this room. She's like, nope, do not want. I, I do have to say, I really enjoy how there's two Barovians and Raven from Teen Titans that are like, <laughs> acutely aware they're in a horror module. And then there's just this guy. <laughs> We're the party guy trope from the horror movies. Yes. <laughs> like, he's like, he doesn't die like till like midway jacket. through by sheer luck. Oh god. Oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh stares at a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. There's no such things as ghosts. What are you doing, man? Why are you all? Oh god, he's Fred. He's Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <He's Fred. laughs> Let's see, we got we got Shaggy. We got we got Scooby. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we have right. no Velma. And, and Velma. There is no intelligence stat There's in this no whole party. No Velma. <laughs> um all right. There's just a couple Shaggies and Scoobies and Fred. <laughs> oh, I I don't think it's a good idea to hold the doll. Um, it is a very beautiful doll, though. I am a little worried how it got here. Get I'm going to ask you to do one thing. I'm going to ask you to do one thing. Put it back. Can we? Yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. Put it back. Anya, you don't have any siblings, do you? No. Just making sure. Uh, right. Glubbit, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? <laughs> oh, no. <Probably. laughs> I'm sure Glubbit has a- Oh, oh my okay. god! No, you're good. You're good. Oh my god! <laughs> I Whoa! No. That's the first nat 20 of the night! Yeah, and honestly- The first nat 20 of the night from Glubbit. It was- for was the, oh, a right! I missed the first effect. one. Oh god, you're right. He's gonna—he's—he's he's the jock that survives most of the movie by but like she, sheer dumb luck. He only dies because <laughs> he tries to help save the like main character at one point, and then he dies. Colin, chat, chat desperately wants you to put the doll back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic! I gently put the. Fragile-looking porcelain doll back down. All right. Yep, Hawthorne's gonna cover that shit right back up. Next door, then? Oh, Anya, here, come here. <laughs> Hawthorne's gonna hold out her hand so she could, like, lead Anya around and, like, skirt around <laughs> the doll. If you want to go ahead and just, like, drag both of our tokens, go for it. I cannot. I got, like, the power was taken from me. <sighs> Um, this room's the bathroom, so we should not go into this room. Well, um, assuming it can. Okay, I can't. I'm know. having issues moving. Them. Here, can I'll, we still I got hear? Your, I got your token. There are Can't two doors. The, the sliding wood from like this. Make area. a perception check. This room connect. Make a perception check, Anya. As you wish. 
Yeah, because the, the planchette room was described as very large, so I was wondering if it wasn't that whole, like, rectangle. It, right, that's it, why it, I'm asking. You hear the faintest bit of scraping, but it appears to be further further into the interior of the house and muffled to the point where you think that this might be a different room. I think there's another room here we could try if we want. Okay. Uh, here, you stand behind uh, and we'll use Mage Hand and open the door one more time. We'll open this door to the west then. I like how we were like, one, two, three, and ended up in the same room. I All figured right. we would be, but I was also a little bit afraid one of these was going to be a closet, and I didn't want to, uh, you know. All right, who's opening the door? Uh, Hawthorne. With okay. mage hand. With mage hand. All right. Kind of... Two mage hand bitches up in here. Yeah, we are not touching anything. <sighs> Unless your name. <laughs> Unless you are a half-orc. And then you touch everything. If you physically. want any of those doors to close, let me know. Is I'm that starting to feel less and less head? bad about no, I'm just kidding. I still feel good. Uh, if you specifically want any doors to be closed, just let me know and I can close them for you. The uh, aspect ratio on that, that rug texture is fantastic. It's a, it's a little dulled, but it's it's fine. It looks weirdly stretched to me, or is that designed? No, you're right. You're right. Um, okay. I was like, uh, is that intentional, or am I misreading something here? The hall um, is lined. Uh, the main hall of the manor is lined with broken picture frames, a rug with a dizzying, somewhat blurred. Yeah, there you go. Geometric pattern covers the floor. Wait, it's intentional? Yeah, apparently. The rug seemingly has a geometric pattern that sort of plays a trick on your mind that seems to swirl and move on its own. But when you stop and shake and refocus, you can tell from a different angle it's just a carpet. Or it appears to be just a carpet. That's correct. You are the only one on the rug. You are the only one on the rug, because the rest of us saw the rug. We stepped off at the rug. Uh, conspicuously colorful thing in this dead house, Yennefink. Boy, we love Fred. Glubbick is standing <laughs> on the rug without issue. Okay. Um, can I... Uh, Glubbick, can you lift the rug? Is there something under it? Just maybe the corner you're still on. Be happy to. Um, strength check? No, I'm Not just gonna move the rug. Yeah, you can just, you can move the rug. Oh no! This is this is Chimera's territory again. I hey, would like to. I, come into I would your like house, to back. Move your rugs. I, I would. <laughs> I I would I would like to step back. Okay. All right. As you step back into the room, you smell something. Oh, something wait. something sweet coming from the room to the north. The kitchen. Like a baked good. Like um. Sweet roll. Uh, Hawthorne, do you smell that? Hawthorne's gonna pop her head in. Smell what? Yes, you do. You kind of oh. take a second to kind of focus. Smells like a something baking in the kitchen. Hmm. You know, um, the crazy bitches who raised me used to use those things to uh, trick the Barovians <laughs> into trading their children off. 
Um, I'm just gonna step going. back into the other room now. <laughs> well, well, no, well. Now that you're in, now that you're in the hallway, you can hear the. Ah, that's the bad room. We won't go in there. <laughs> I, the implication that there is a good room seems fallacious. We have gone through three or four good rooms. There was nothing in these rooms, well, except for the Anya doll. That that's the bad. There were things that we very conspicuously decided not to touch. <laughs> the voices that. that I, the voices that I told no one about. Yeah. All right. Someone still got to try that harp. You're more than welcome to, my friend. Um, we can go back. <laughs> Just gonna roll up this carpet like we're moving. <laughs> uh. Can I come listen at the doors right here? Can someone move me into the back into the room? I got you. Um, before can you do, see, I can see the map, but I cannot. Actually, no. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, no, no. You see no, uh, the map went dead. the uh, the portrait on the wall, um, Glubick. Uh, the first one is of a. Um, sort of Victorian-dressed uh, woman in sort of a, a green and gold corset with a, a sort of black overcoat in this beautiful pink um, uh, sort of undercoat um, uh, sort of blouse uh, and uh, dress uh, with a sort of the rest is long and black uh, and silk. And the other uh, two are portraits of uh, small children, um, oh, a boy the, and a girl. on the wall inside that we're here? Yep. Uh, and the others appear to be just of um, uh, there. Uh, there are two men standing uh, here at the last one uh, that sort of face each. That sort of are posing for uh, uh, just a general portrait, seeming, seemingly just the two men of the house in sort of um, well kept garb with a couple of medallions uh, on their um, breast pockets. Um, unassuming uh, for the most part, but something about the first portrait. Uh, really calls out to you, uh, Glubbin. Glubbin, Glubbick. <laughs> Anyone recognize the people in these portraits? I don't. Never seen them before? So that's the, uh, on first glance, those are the Good room, yes, definitely a good room. <laughs> uh, at first glance, those are the images that you that you see on the wall as you walk past. Okay, and then as I get to this door over here, do I hear anything? Uh, the double doors. Uh, make a make a perception check. I think I'm gonna doors. roll roll dice because I've not been doing well on roll twenty. Although I'm gonna say that and roll that one on my die. Oh, I rolled natural 19, actually. Um, so that was perception? Perception. It's going to be a 23. <clears throat> you hear sort of the faint sound of what seems to be uh, aggravated conversation, just the faintest whispers of that, sort of an argument, a frantic argument happening in the room to the left. Though exactly from this side of the door, it's hard to make it out. 
Does it have that weird strangeness that the fog had where it was like the people were like drifting in and out or like from outside of the manor? It has or a, does it sound? Yeah, it has the same sort of sort of whispered sound to it. Okay. More ghosts in this room then. And uh, up here, Aaron. Yes. Is this is this here a door? That is a door, Ooh, yes. Okay. Um, does this door here have the sweetness smell? That door, make a, make a perception check, uh, being closer to the door for me. Make another one. To get up real. 15? Yes, it does have a bit of a sweet smell as well. Yes. Do you want to go into what is probably the kitchen? Go into a room with angry ghosts, sounds, or go to the north? Well, spoiled food seems like the least scary of them all. Let's check out the kitchen. Alrighty. We're going to use Mage Hand and open the kitchen door then. Okay. So take the Mage Hand, that Spectral Hand. <sighs> And then I will step us into the kitchen. A rack previously suspended from this kitchen ceiling has crashed, crushing a table in the center of the room and scattering a plethora of rusted iron pots and cooking implements throughout the room. A sizable iron stove is built into the north wall. Several additional doors lead from the room, and a faintly sweet smell wafts from the center. I don't of, suggest wait, anything. To find the oven. The oven is here. Uh, a faint, uh, a faintly sweet smell emanates from inside of the oven. So what is this? That is a chimney. Oh. Is it like a fireplace, or is it just the chimney? That's a fireplace and chimney. Okay, 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 yeah. Uh, with a, it's a chimney with a hearth. <clears throat> well, all in all, it seemed like this house put a lot of its best fighters in the first room. Or we've managed to avoid fights. This is true. I think that door to the east leads us back outside. The porch. You hear a bit of a creak coming from the oven door. No, we're not eating your food, oven. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Glubbick, you hear that. a creak coming from the oven door. Stop targeting me just because I'm gullible. <laughs> The the knobs on the oven, like, twist into sound (laughs) eyebrows. Oh, oven! Hawthorne, there's two doors here on the north, right? 
Uh, there is a door to the north and stairs that lead uh, down. Let me just make Where? sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. This this there's a door here that's partially open, and you can see that there are stairs that lead down uh, into uh, a basement. That makes my toes curl. It's sort of like maybe I can. Yeah. There you go. There uh... we go. I have Perfect. to remember that my character is not uh, as prone to watching horror movies as I am. <laughs> I don't know, Globic, are you going to go figure out what's in the oven? Maybe it's something good. You're, I I will not stop you, but I will not say it is a good idea. You can seek out the sweet roll if you want, but some someone might steal it. That is a legitimate concern. Just curious. I know it's nothing I don't want to eat, but... But at least like to take a peek inside. Well, you know what they say. Curiosity killed the cat. Never heard that expression before. It's very common in Barovia. Um, uh, well, there are some stairs leading down into what is possibly the basement if you're hungry. There may be some stores of food. Uh, <clears throat> Yes, go ahead, never mind. Just wanted to check on a couple things. But, uh, yeah. Um, or we can try and go through the door to the north. Um. We may as well see every room on this level before we go up or down. Oh, I like that idea. We'll use a mage hand then to open the door to the north. To... The one that, that oh, okay. does not go through the stairs. Um, <clears throat> genuinely seeming to ignore what's happening in the room, the fireplace ignites in a roaring flame. <sighs> and the oven door slams down. Kitchen! Said no. That is not how you behave. <laughs> <laughs> that behavior is unbecoming of a gentle kitchen. <laughs> This this is not this is not me either. This is this is the book. There's two pages on this. <laughs> There's two pages on if you ignore the kitchen. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. I need more modules with sassy kitchens. Your <laughs> sassy kitchen. This 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 just so y'all know, I think I should make it clear that this is not me not wanting you to miss anything. This is actually written into the Watsi adventure. Again, two pages about the kitchen doing not wanting to be ignored. Your passive perception allows you to determine that there is a large muffin in the oven. <laughs> a single muffin? There's a single muffin in the center of the oven that smells delicious and has... Uh, Does it have an eat me tag? <laughs> it, it has, it has, it has uh, icing on it that forms what appears to be a letter. What letter is it? Do you want to go look at it? <laughs> Glubbick wants to go look at it. Okay, Glubbick. right in front of it. The, uh, the, just the, the oven door like sl almost slams into your leg as it kind of slams down, and you just kind of sidestep. And there is a large muffin on the inside that has the initial A on it. One muffin. But there's four of us. Yeah, it's, it's a large chocolate chip <laughs> muffin with icing that has this uh, sort of white icing that forms the letter A. Bet it's raisins, though. Uh, Hawthorne sees that thing open, and uh, the, the, technically the fire is now roaring. By the way, technically you can't see a mage hand, 
But Glubbick, you see a mage hand gently slide by your leg. <laughs> gently close the oven door! <laughs> the letter A. Yes, the letter A. Clearly stands for A Muffin for Glubbick. <laughs> Fantastic I, leap of logic. I think you're right. Actually, you're completely right. Yeah, Go for a little it. fire for the fireplace. Yeah. Ooh, fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I look at the fireplace? Does it have any like um sigils or is there any a in the fireplace too? Uh huh? okay, so you go look at the fireplace? Uh I think Hawthorne will stand right about here and look at the fireplace. Okay. As you look at the fireplace, you see emerging from the flames a flaming, sort of uh, almost zombified, sort of stretched arms, sort of long, thin, lanky, and haggard slowly emerge from the fire. It is ablaze itself, and it has long, hideous, pointed nails, and its skin is pulled taut, and it has too many elbows. It doesn't make sense. And its kind of long, haggard finger points over to the kitchen, to the oven. It points over to the muffin in the oven. I know it's probably not going to work, but Hawthorne tries to use prestidigitation to snuff out the fire. (laughs) (sighs) Isn't that only for non-magical flames? (laughs) It technically says a you can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. It it's does it constitute a small campfire? Is it too big? Uh, you make a dexterity saving throw for me. Yeah. Okay. Do I need uh, to make one too? Because I'm like right next to her. Nope. Okay. A natural twenty. A porcelain. Or a a porcelain bowl on the table comes flying off of the table. You dodge and it strikes the wall on the other side of... It strikes the door to the to this room here. Just... Hawthorne will stand back up. Did the fire get snuffed out or is it still lit? Uh, let's see. Yeah, soil, chill, warm. I would say make an arcana check. Ooh, that was not good. Uh, That's only a seven. Okay, yeah, it flickers for a moment. (sighs) And then roars up once more. Almost hearing sort of, you hear like a roar of frustration coming from the fire. Like, that is no way to speak to us. We will leave. We will walk out of this room right now if you do not. Do you want something? I won't eat. We won't eat your food. That is dangerous for us. The the half the muffin down his gullet. The hand like the hand what? like. Do do you, are you eating the muffin? No, I'm absolutely not eating the muffin that clearly has someone else's initials on it. The same person that there's a doll sitting at the dinner table waiting to eat. The, the, uh, Anya is in denial about that connection. The flaming hand just kind of like 
points over to the muffin again. <laughs> this is you get a little on the nose now. <laughs> well, maybe, it, maybe it wants the muffin? An abyssal. So... An abyssal. An abyssal ray goes, what are you trying to tell us, boy? An abyssal Hawthorne answers. Tell us, boy? <laughs> An abyssal Hawthorne answers. I don't think it's trying to tell us anything. I think it's trying to eat us. Uh, Hawthorne is going to use Mage Hand. In... Hold on. In, in abyssal, uh, <laughs> Anya... Anya suggests uh, maybe it wants to eat the muffin. <laughs> I, for one, would like to try feeding the muffin to the doll. I was about to say, Hawthorne was going to use Mage Hand just to, like, grab the muffin and go bring it into the dining room. My muffin! Do you want to, do you want to, okay, do you Blubbick, open... Blubbick, the only one. Blubbick, the only one over here that doesn't know how to speak a bizzle, or does everybody yes. here know how to speak a bizzle? Do you open speak the dining room common and orcish. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, obviously open the door, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we open the door. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess... I'm gonna try and give the doll the muffin. Hawthorne is going to, uh, open... <laughs> the oven okay and using a mage hand is okay. going to pull the muffin out okay and go set it in front of the doll you do that and the uh the hand kind of like slaps the top of the chimney like it's <laughs> slapping its forehead in frustration <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have parchment and pen? Just give the fire a pen. It could write it down. Uh, oh. I'm gonna try primordial, <laughs> speaking like a fire tongue, and be like, "Bro, I know you probably want us to eat the cupcake, but we won't eat the cupcake. Is there something else we can do?" An infernal, an infernal rage just goes. What do you want us to do? What do you want? Oh. Oh, this is <laughs> it just goes limp and just defeat. Uh, okay, so so was it's was it, it was it the just is, the is, mage hand? This thing. Was it just the mage hand? What? Uh, that picked up the muffin. Did anybody yeah. actually? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arthur's not touching it. It's now. I can't. Aaron. Aaron, so hard. Is trying to make us touch this muffin? We've officially and pissed off the kitchen. We are touching it. Left and right. There's no breakfast for us. No continental breakfast. Aaron, Aaron, our characters are no longer what we thought they'd be. I guess you invited two witches to a hunt
Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is that? The end of page two. Does it simply say, "If none of this works, the kitchen just gives up"? There is, there is literally no guidance as to what is happening right now. <laughs> we're so not, we're so not proceeding. <laughs> you broke Finrecton's guide to Ravenloft. So chaotic. <laughs> Like, who was, who's the author? Oh. I gotta find out. Oh my out. gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying here in a second. <laughs> oh. On a not super related note, I just have a small request that if we're gonna keep playing for a little bit longer, or for longer, can I take a brief break to get some more water? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oof. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, Avalon, go ahead. We'll, um, we'll hang out. It's an open table for this. We'll only we'll wrap up in a little bit. I'm just kind of collecting myself. Um, okay. How late does everyone have? <laughs> we will be right back in five. Um, maybe two, Emma. Maybe two. Pure chaos. Two, two max. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the cameras off for now. We we'll um, wait for everyone um, to get back. I I I regret to inform you that my character has completely gone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I the character is I no don't know what to do. <laughs> Raven from Teen Titans. The character is Rory from the South. This th there is there is not only is there no guidance on what to do in the situation in the There's kitchen. There's a reason that my selfie is my token. <laughs> There's no guidance as to what to do if you ignore the spirit board. <laughs> they they didn't they wizards clearly did not play test this with witches. Um I, I don't think this was too thought out here. <laughs> by wizards or by fair. me. To be fair, they probably played it. Uh with a bunch of the, like white type people who are yep. like I'm gonna go interact with the spooky haunted thing and not with the superstitious people who are like not even in a video game will I interact with a Ouija board. No. Oh, you want me to play Phasmophobia? I'm not touching that thing. That's got bad juju I'm... all over it. I don't even like touching spirit boxes. <laughs> they sell them in Barnes and Noble, and I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. What is a spirit box? Uh, there's a band called Spirit Box that I really like. It's a tool that people who do ghost hunting use that, like, sends out radio frequencies and that moves through it so fast that the idea is that a spirit is able to pull certain words from all the different frequencies and speak to you using it. By the way, uh, welcome to everyone that's just joining us now. We are uh, currently trying to figure out how to play House of Lament with witches because it's not working well. <laughs> <laughs> Of lament with witches because it's not working. This was not that out. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm well. sorry, I could not hold my character. Characters <laughs> out the window. This You're is actually me. You. Like I said, this is actually me. That's why the token is a selfie of me. I think this is so my... you cosplaying <clears throat> Raven's powers. So we'll go. I, I think go what I really like is that. We accidentally went into this with an entire charisma party. 
no intelligence between us, and there's nobody to talk to. It is devoid of RP, and we're in here with nothing but max charisma, and it's fantastic. Also, like, these three that are like, mm, nope, and then the one that's like, yeah, let's let's pick up the doll. The, the thing was, the entire game was playtested with people who play like how Colin plays, which yep. is a-okay. Yep. <laughs> Until you get people who play like us. <laughs> oh. <sighs> well, <clears throat> the muffin sits in front of the doll, just sitting there on the table. We've disappointed the chimney. Does the, does the, has the hand kind of gone limp at this point? Just kind of like... It's kind of, it just kind of uh, stays there for a minute and then sort of retracts a little bit back into the flame and sort of waits to see what you do. Also, my spell list is jacked up because I was I was fiddling with it when I was having trouble with the character mancer, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize until we got going that there were spells I wanted to drop and didn't get a chance to. It's fine. I'll stick with what I have now because it's fun to like make do with lesser things. Yeah. But I'm like, god damn it, none of these are useful. <laughs> uh, I would like Hawthorne is in the middle of okay, so do I need to fix this by making a table set for the doll, or do we just leave? <laughs> tea party. <laughs> does it do need? It. A, does it need? A tea she has very like she doesn't have low intelligence, but it is her dump stat. <laughs> Did someone say tea though? Um. <laughs> uh, so she's looking between the fireplace Actually, and the muffin, and she's like, "I think our work here is done. Let's go on to the next room." Not so fast. Blubbing <laughs> is going to fashion a tiny bib for the doll. <laughs> As you do this. The hand retracts into the chimney. The fire goes out immediately, <laughs> and the kit, the oven door slams shut. And it falls silent. Did you did you sneak a peek at the module during the break? No. <laughs> we're no. doing good work here. Nope. I thought you were right. God, God that's exactly what I needed. I I have a tiny bib. Can't we're muss up the clothing. We're just going to irritate the house until it gets rid of us out of frustration. <laughs> Maxel Todd's going to come back and be like, you know? Are you fucking serious? I think you guys would get along with one of my old friends real well. His he's, name he's is Grog. Like, he's watching us in the form of a raven just like outside the window and he's just like, Damn, that's familiar. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's already assigned us roles based on his friends. Like, ah, oh, that one's Grog. I mean, we we <laughs> were chosen for a reason, right? But apparently, this reason was to break the DM. Yeah. It was actually Grog who chose us. They like finally let him try and decide the person to beat the house, and he was like, oh yes, these four idiots. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh... Uh... Mage hand to open this door to the north then. <laughs> Using mage hand is going to be the most common two words in this entire fucking module for us. <clears throat> I think I think we need to start Ooh. taking turns with the mage hand though. You just push the door. I'm feeling in. a little left out. 
You're more than welcome to open whenever door you want to, Rory. Oh, it's a little thick. What were you saying, Aaron? Uh, just saying that to use the mage hand to push the door in. I used mage hand to push the left one open. There is a pantry. Oh, that just goes back into the hallway. Yeah. So uh, if 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 you can see into it, so there are doors everywhere on the dynamic lighting layer. If you can see into it, it means that the door is open. Unless you mean the one in the back. Yeah, my I can't actually see anything. Do you want me to do the thing again? Like I guess it's frozen. All I right. got you. I don't know. Roll 20 being weird for me. Yeah. We're getting the makeup brush bucket back out. I know. Inverse of me. Uh, <laughs> picture. No, that was me. I took that picture and sent it in the Discord because I wanted you all to see what stupid yeah. crap I'm doing. The, try to get this. The food stuff's in I, this. I love, I love you. <laughs> The foodstuffs in this pantry, because that's what it is, have decayed to dust in rotten smears inside sealed glass jars. All right, nothing exciting in there. <clears throat> Let's go back out here. Not from where you can see? No? So. Um... Hawthorne's gonna like quickly skip down all the way down here and push open this door. Okay. That we have quick access to the uh, smoking parlor if we need it. Oh. All right. Awesome. <clears throat> Do any of you? Look at the portraits on the wall. I thought we did look at the portraits on the wall. Uh, you kind of, you notice them, but uh, you just kind of, you caught a cursory glimpse of all of them. Well then, yeah, sure. Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have to, I'm just can asking. I make, make a perception? Check about? Can sure. You yeah, go ahead, like make it. a perception check. I thought we had gotten a good look at them already. That's why I was like, yeah. Cool, oh, yeah. Not. No, so uh, um, that's my apologies. Uh, that's my bad. So so you, you all caught a cursory glance, but I need to know if any of you took the time to really look at or inspect any of the paintings. Yeah, after that was, encountering that the doll... That was 15. That... Nice. Okay. After encountering the doll that looks like her, um, Anya would probably try to take a closer look at the portraits and see if any of them are familiar. Okay. Uh, these last three here are um, seem to be just of various uh, groundskeepers, acquaintances. Um, uh, there's sort of like a staff photo here. Um, there's another sort of general family photo here in front of a fireplace, or yeah, photo, a family portrait. Uh, and there's just a, uh, um, a sort of a painting of the manor itself, the last one, much smaller uh, paintings and portraits. Um, none of them are really catch your eye or are assuming but the the one furthest to the south end of the hallway um rachel with your passive perception of 15 you just notice a bit of a shimmer in it as you kind of do another cursory glance down the hallway 
shimmer there's a shimmer to it like a magic yeah, shimmer? like like almost like uh like there's a quick shimmer almost like the portrait sort of the image in the portrait moves slightly but still appears you can have narrow your eyes and it appears to be the same portrait but you just caught a glimpse of a shimmer as if it moved ever so slightly i'm i'm going to do something stupid and carefully walk over to get a better view okay can we move your token do you need me to move it for you i need it move okay which which this one right here um you see again that woman with the purple and black uh, and the corset, sort of the, the golden green corset and the rest of the uh, sort of like an off purplish pink. Um, she kind of is standing, posing with a parasol. And as you approach, you can hear again the faint movement of the uh, planchette on the other side of the door. I am then going to walk back. Before you do, you <laughs> oh, no. as you start to turn, you see the portrait start to move. The image of the figure takes the parasol and kind of... I would like to Eldritch Blast it. And turns... <laughs> I would like to rage. I, I would like to Eldritch Blast it. You fire up Shadow Flame. <laughs> The portrait is destroyed and shatters into a hundred pieces, into dust and ash. Just the remnants of a few pieces of the frame collapsing onto the floor. I do. It's like, good job. Yeah, I think that was the right call. I'm going to smash a picture too, just so I can be included. Uh, the one closest. Erin's disappointment. In that <laughs> the one closest to you is a portrait of. It's a portrait of the manor itself. Does it look the same as when we entered, or is it like in the manor in its prime? In the manor in its prime. And then you you smash it. Uh, how do you say our character's name? I want to say Godric. Glebic. Glubbing. I'm gonna write that down. Maybe we just blue skidoo our way into the portrait of the manor in its prime and just leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna swing my flail at a random picture. <laughs> All right, the one closest to you is is the picture of the is it's a a portrait a painting of the manor and it's in its prime. And it gets smashed into a bunch of pieces by a flail. Yeah, no, well, it's it's more of like a it's more of like a painting in glass. So the glass shatters and the painting just gets ripped. So it's just, you just you just made a mess of a nice painting. That's all. <laughs> Hawthorne like looks over around the corner. It's like, oh, did that one move too? Don't like that. Yours moved. Yeah, this one moved. <laughs> we're over we're over here like smash all the pots. I mean paintings. See, we're a bunch of, like, skittish cats, and (laughs) Lubbock is a golden retriever. (laughs) Yeah. That's our party dynamic right now. (laughs) Uh, I want to take a a quick look at the two portraits of the children, just real quick as we walk by. Okay. The Um, uh, mostly Victorian dress, uh, uh, they both kind of have uh, dirty blonde hair. Um, The 
the boy is uh, maybe five or six, the girl maybe seven, um, uh, sort of long frilly pigtails, uh, and they just uh, appear to be posing for uh, portraits. Who, are there nameplates under their portraits? There are not. I wonder if they died young, since there are no older paintings of them. Um, Hawthorne would like to use the mage hand, or I guess, uh, Rave, or Ray, if you would like to, the north side door, I think, because the one that is to the East. You, yeah, here. you can hear the faint sounds of sort of uh, uh, whispers of arguments coming from the. Uh, yeah, so I think this one up here is going to be kind of boring, so we can go through it real quick. Okay, mage hand. Yeah, I'm going to make mage hand. Okay. Maybe there are more portraits upstairs or downstairs. I mean, we haven't seen any bedrooms yet or anything. Sorry, I know that's a little out of place. I um, my mic was muted. That's okay. Mm. The closet at the end of the hall is dark and conspicuously empty. Hmm. Hmm. I would like to run real quick into the pantry. Okay. Is there flour? Make an investigation check. <laughs> um, can I see if there's ash in the fireplace? Uh, <clears throat> there appears to be the faint remnants of ash, yes. Not a lot, but enough to fill maybe a small pouch. Don't get too close to that thing. Is that uh, investigation? Yes. That's a 12. Man, I really want to go. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, you find uh, sort of old stale flour, uh, sort of like a half of a uh, satchel or half of a pouch. Uh, you also find uh, a vial of red liquid with a rat skull on the label. Cool. Oh. Hawthorne definitely pockets that one. Yeah. And takes the satchel of yeah, flour. Right yep. Yeah. Uh, make sure that Anya has Raven. come back from the ash Ray. thing. And if Ray, Ray comes saying, over and goes, Ray comes over and goes, you find anything good? I found some flour. And then Hawthorne's gonna chuck the bag of flour or the satchel of flour into this empty room. Okay, you just you like ch- let it all kind of like spill yep. out. You try to cover some space. You chuck a satchel of flour into an empty room, and it doesn't stick to anything. The floor. Cool. There any awesome. salt in there? Uh, maybe about uh, a small dice bag worth of salt. So maybe about the contents the of a... Okay. All right, yeah, you go in the pantry and take w- the salt. I would like the salt. Okay, easy enough. Take the pouch of salt. You now have one pouch of salt. You can add your inventory. I mean, there was plenty of salt coming awesome. from the fireplace earlier, so... Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eesh. No. That hurt Sheesh. me. <laughs> I'm not usually up this late. <laughs> No, this is great. We just need to have only late life streams for all sassy. <laughs> yeah, y'all agreed to play the module. It's all awesome. Oh, I know. I regret oh, no, nothing. yeah, no. We're having a great time. <laughs> I regret nothing, but by the end of this, you might regret. Yes. No, um, possibly. 
Uh, Honestly, that's fair. I feel like we should not go into this room. Or into the closet. So we're just throwing old food around now? Weird. <laughs> no, I I'm keeping the salt. So I wanted to see if there was something invisible. And flour sticks to everything. Look, I have some on my hands, and all I did is touch the Sure, because it's just invisible stuff. I would believe it was okay. invisible. It's empty. Look at everything else in this place. Is there cobwebs even in this yes. storage? Yes, yep. Oh, okay. Dust and cobwebs. Not here to argue with you. Happening. I'm just going to go over Growing here. Growing flour. All right. Awesome, everything froze. So we can either, we can go into the room with the arguing voices, or we can go explore the other side of the house. I think, uh, Rory, are you there? Your video's frozen. You were saying something earlier. Yeah, uh, my entire Discord was frozen. Oh, okay, that's fine. For a good second there. Oh, yeah. I'll just keep playing with it until it comes back. But I anyway. I don't remember what I was... Go ahead, y'all, sorry. You were saying something about the flower. Um, something that uh, should have happened and didn't, I think? Yeah, I, I said, uh, did you see all this creepy shit happen? Like, do y'all feel the creepy shit happening in here and um, think that throwing flowers weird? <laughs> I mean, I clearly am on the level. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, creepy arguing room or other side of house? Uh, maybe upstairs. We still have the other half of the first floor. We're here. Yes, but I want to avoid the rooms. The, the, these rooms. <laughs> we have to face this stuff eventually. I mean, like, we saw not, how well maybe. we had to deal with the kitchen. It got a little grumpy. And you know what? I didn't like its attitude to begin with. That kitchen kind of had to <laughs> That kitchen was up that to no picture, good, That picture frame was looking at me weird. We, I believe. Yeah, me too. We didn't have to fight anything. That's progress, right? Yeah. All right, so we will open up the Aaron door. is, like, dying over there, I feel like. We're just, like, avoiding everything. And then she doesn't know what to do. So we're going to mage hand open the door right here, because... Okay. Lubbock. All right. Thinks there might be something fun in there. <clears throat> Take the mage hand. <sighs> mage hand open the double doors easily enough. <sighs> One hand Throw on each open. door. Yep. One hand on each door. Easy enough. Is that a really fucking big spider web in there? Broken boards mar the web-like design worked into this ballroom's wooden floor. It is not a web, it is the floor itself has splintered into a web. A web-like design. Does, does it have any, does it make any patterns or anything? Like, is there anything that could be deciphered out of the chaos of the floor? Uh, I'll come back to that in a second. You can make a, an arcana oh, or investigation check if you want in the meantime. A short stage for long-departed musicians stands at the room's far end, overlooked by cracked, stained-glass windows. I 
here on this stage? Is that just like a pile of broken glass? That is. Oh, Globic. As you all enter the room, a hollow, mocking voice reaches out to all of you, echoing as if from far away, but near just the same. I'll give you a simple choice, my misguided knight. You can join Lady Silvra, and I'll entomb you all within my fortress walls. Well, forsake your commander. Bear witness to her execution. And then walk free to tell all of Dranzorg's justice. My mercy knows but a moment, friends. Choose! Cool. Glubbick has been moving throughout the room. Has Glubbick seen anything? Uh, Glubbick specifically, you are a paladin of the Order of the Gauntlet. Hearing that exchange, if you were one of the knights in question, how would your character respond? Uh, probably tell him to kick rocks. Okay. In tube socks. Yeah. Specifically. Um, you, you all feel like this was, you all feel very strongly like this was a question directed at each of you individually. Um, I am no knight or soldier. And I do not know who stands accused or who you are, for that matter. Also, this is a child, and you cannot ask a child to make a big decision like that. That's rude. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> so, if you're asking a child to make such a decision, I'm afraid I shall have to ask my attorney to join us. <laughs> yeah. My attorney is Globic. As a, as a response, <laughs> as a response, can I Eldritch Blast where the thing came, like the voice came from? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Aaron just kind like, of finally just kind of throw an eldritch blast the voice kind of came from uh sort of just before the center of the stage and uh when you said that kick... was a natural 20. <laughs> all right you see your um your flame seems to strike something but dissipates just uh Glubik, how do you verbalize the kick rocks thing you, I think, as a knight, will kind of guiding you a little bit uh, as a paladin. Um, you feel almost compelled to verbalize that response. I would say something That's along the lines of like, oaths aren't thrown away just for mercy. I'll take your worst. And then after seeing a random Eldritch Blast get thrown, I'm going to punch a hole in the drywall. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> There's no. All right. Um, Fuck your ballroom. We love Fred. We <laughs> just, love like, Fred. Just like fucking punches the stage that they're How? like. <laughs> uh, so when are when are we going to uh? What type of trap are we setting, Fred? How um. <laughs> Nets. 
I need to know before we proceed, please. How does Hawthorne and uh, Anya respond to this as if they were in this chamber as part of this exchange? Again, you all feel almost this compulsion to to address or or answer or respond in some way. Do I recognize either of the names? I don't imagine I would. Make a history check. I don't have a commander. I don't I'm a child. That's that's fair. That's fair because you're a child. Uh, unfortunately, no, none of the names ring a bell. But that, that is... That is her answer, by the way. That's actually perfect. Yeah, I think Hawthorne would say um, what I had said earlier. I do not know the accused or who you are. I cannot side with either. Um, you do hear Glubbick's response about sort of uh, not forsaking your, your oaths, but you can stay neutral if you like. Yeah, I mean, as she doesn't know who these people are, so she's like, I, I don't, I'm not gonna swear fealty to one side or the other. I mean, he's helped protect us, though. I'd probably stand by him. Wait, uh, say that again? <clears throat> she sort of, like, points at Glubeck after he does his thing. Yep. And, um, <clears throat> I... I, I guess I'd stand with him. Point, um, pointing at Glubbick? Yeah. Okay. Because um, he's our friend and was helping protect us. All right. Also, I put two spell slots into him, damn it. I'm infested. And um, Hawthorne, <laughs> you, uh, you remain neutral? Yes. Okay. There's a moment of pause. As an ear-piercing shriek cuts through the room. Um, the loudest shriek you have ever heard, taking you all by surprise. It is a splitting scream that shrieks through the room. Uh, Hawthorne. Oh, I... I had um, I had rolled that Arcana check for you earlier. What was it? On the floor, I was wanting to. Oh, okay. Get the. And uh, I do. Uh, I do I see a. I do see a stretch. Thank you, Evelyn. We're gonna get there in a moment. But what was it again? What was your stretch? I mean, yeah. What was your stretch? What was your Arcana roll? Sorry. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, there is no specific pattern, uh, though it does have this... You do sense some kind of a connection between uh, almost... You've seen things like this before, almost like a traumatic imprint. Uh, this is sort of... Uh, sort of a spill over from a traumatic event that seems to have affected um, the renovation and sort of the, the manner that was built over whatever ruins formerly dwelled here. Um... Okay, Hawthorne, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Okay. And just Hawthorne. Great. Uh, it's a six. Did you hear me? You take 16 points of psychic damage and your ears and nose begin to bleed. Yikes! Profusely. That is a lot. A lot uh, of damage. The stained glass on the wall oh, begins to glow, and you can see, sort of, in the center stained glass, you can see images of 
each and every one of you uh, dressed as uh, a knight or a noble, uh, depending on which one suits you better. And in the center, where there is uh, where there is sort of broken glass on the floor already, uh, there is the image of Hawthorne, uh, and it just shatters completely, while the other three begin to glow with sort of a faint halo. Rude. Um, I have a quick sorcerer question, because it's been a no. hot minute. Uh, converting uh, points to spell slots is just straight across one-to-one, right? No. So, like... There's a table for it. Hold and on. also, uh, Rachel, Hawthorne, and Glebeck, you all have the Blessing of Mara, and you can add a d4 to your next uh, saving throw. I think you mean Anya, right? Not Hawthorne. Oh, so yeah, sorry. Um, Glebeck, Anya and Rachel, you can all add. Uh, you all have uh, a long-term bless. Chaos. Also, if we talk to an NPC that we're friendly with, we can ask them to marry us. What? what? <laughs> Skyrim reference. <laughs> the the amulet of Mara is a yeah. thing. It's part of the Skyrim courting ritual. Yeah. I thought it was a fun reference. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so um, it's sacrificing a first level spell slot, you get two sorcery points, and a second level spell slot, you get three sorcery points, or vice versa. Okay. So but, I'd have to spend three to get a second level slot? Yeah. That is, uh, I think, as good a spot of any to, uh, say, call it for the night. Or pretend. If, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's the music stopped and we need to get up and stretch. By the way, thank you for redeeming a stretch. But uh, yeah, that, I think that's a great spot to pause it for the evening. Spooky enough with a ear piercing shrill scream and uh, three of you receiving Mara's blessing. One of you uh, being reduced to uh, uh, minus sixteen psychic damage, which is what are you at two HP now? Yeah. Yeah. You. Oh yeah, wow. Okay, you're yeah, you're hurting. No. Yeah, you you almost dropped Before we call it, can I lay on hands? I was actually just going to lay on hands there real quick. You certainly can. Uh, It is very much in this character to not have received a blessing. Stretching, stretch. I was actually going to ask, just because I'm already right next to her, I was going to sacrifice three sorcery points to get a second level spell slot and pop a second level cure wounds. Uh, Sure. If you like, okay. um, literally just blood pouring out of her uh, ears and nose. Wouldn't be the first time, I'm sure. Spooky, spooky, uh, so scary. You get thirteen back. Nice, oh, nice. Just okay. So you're you're all right now. I'm yeah, kind all, of right. all right now. So- I feel I feel really bad for Aaron for what we've been doing. We have done two of the spooky things in this house. We simply <laughs> avoided the rest. Look, this party has one brain cell, and it is devoted to the flight response. All right. <laughs> Actually, there's one who does not have the flight response. They have the investigate response. Too dumb to be afraid. They have, they have that, they have that, that white person go investigate. What's that sound? (laughs) Go towards the killer energy. 
I I feel like that wisdom save that he passed when dealing with the doll would have been like a charm yeah. to attack the party or something. No, it was just it I was just to sure. to to be lured into the kitchen and go take the muffin out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew the doll had something to do with the muffin. <laughs> The doll did, we gave the muffin their doll. We gave the doll their muffin. We did it. That's what they wanted. Okay, I, 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 I need what? to know. Are y'all are y'all ever gonna eat that muffin or ever gonna go no. into it? No. no, probably not. I don't uh, eat weird. Well, food. since since it's gonna be a while before we pop back in here, I'll say that there, that there is out of character. There there was another planchette in there. <laughs> another planchette in the muffin. Yeah. Good. Oh. I'm so glad that that planchette can stay in the muffin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, What's you wouldn't know that. It's a it's the bit that goes on a Ouija board yeah. that like you guide it around. Oh, okay. There's a planchette for every one of us. Oh, that was Anya's planchette. planchette. I see. Uh, there, no, there was just there was just a it was just a planchette in there. It was it seems it's a heavy muffin. And there's a little planchette sticking out of it. <laughs> no one even picked up the muffin. No one even picked up the muffin with their hands. <laughs> no one even touched it. No one We're touched like, the muffin. You know what? We got two bitches in here with mage hands, so... Yeah, we haven't touched Why touch things? This house. Yeah. It's, it's been like... We, we haven't left a single fingerprint anywhere. It's fantastic. You have to mage hand the muffin and just boop it against the face of the doll like it's eating it. <laughs> We have to set up a whole tea party, you guys. I was seriously yes. considering having Hawthorne sit there and like, all right, I guess they want it set up. So they were going to go find some of those broken plates and like find the <laughs> one tea plate that was still good. Oh, God. Uh, well, that's, uh, oh, I'm going to go ahead and cut the stream. The yeah. So thank you uh, everyone for hanging out with us for uh Spooky one shot, uh, spooky multi shot, spooky multi shot. Uh, uh, next time uh, we have the opportunity to do this, we, we will certainly do so, and uh, we'll pick up at some point um, with this chaos. Uh, and uh, until next time, you can join us here next Saturday for our regularly scheduled Crystal Coven Chimeras game, uh, where we are currently collecting oh, puzzle no. cubes. Can't wait for every oh, single yeah. one of us to forget what was going on in an oh, attempt to <laughs> so gain cupcake entry <laughs> to the Tomb of Annihilation itself. <sighs> I have to try to figure out how to survive CR thirteen lich. If we uh, if we survive this house, we should just take this whole party into Curse of Strahd. Yes, this whole party would do so well against Strahd. Strahd would be so Strahd is the We'd DM. Be dead before level six. So yes, Strahd is like in the DM. first. Strahd is the DM. Uh, Strahd would literally just be like, "Kill me, just get it over with. <laughs> I'm done. I give up. Take the country. Do not care. Uh, I'm gonna just wait till you all die to come back. Well, until next time, everyone. Thank you for joining us and being patient again with whatever this was. And uh, <laughs> we love you very much. Um, peace out, witches. Uh, and until next time, uh, be gay, uh, commit cosmic war crimes. Bye. We love Bye. you.